Associate. Sucks dicks in hell. <laughs> that's my, that's my demon. What do you guys think? Was it scary? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a lot better than what we saw kinda, in the movie. I'm a little aroused. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. What's up, everybody? We're nerds. It's been a couple of weeks, but we're back. I'm Justin F. Four here with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron Jean Claude Van Damme Miller, our resident camping Viking, Jimmy John, and Nathan, our favorite friend. <laughs> And this guy over here. (laughs) No, dude. What a guy. Uh, But we're back. It's been it's been a couple of weeks. It's been three weeks. So it was almost four. But no, it's only been three. It's only been two. two? It was almost three. But yeah, two and a half. Two in a two in a day. Two in a day. Yeah. so yeah, so we're back. We uh we did see The Exorcist, and we saw it in 4DX. So we also saw the had the 4DX experience. Um, I don't Jesse know what was, else has happened. Jesse was very surprised by the 4DX because when we got yeah. in there, I was like, I'm pretty sure this is like one of them Disney rides, and he was like, Nah, it's just like I was rumbles. like, No way, dude. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> It's just gonna be vibrating seats. No way, dude. But we'll tell him later, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but other than that, what's happened? Is there anything? Well. It's been one week, and uh, we've got some stuff to talk about. We've uh, James and I have finished Liza P, so we can give our final thoughts on oh, that. Oh yeah, um, we both saw the well. Bit- one of us truly finished. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, me. Anyways, um, lies of me. That's that's what I'm gonna call it because I'm gonna lie about the fact that I beat it. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we all saw Ahsoka. Well, Nate, James, and I. Right, Nathan, you seen it? Yes. Okay, we'll talk oh, about yeah. that. I've started uh, Fall of the House of Usher, and um, Goblin Slayer Season 2 has started, so I've got a little bit to talk about there. And we've all played it well. No way. Goblin Slayer's back? Where do I watch it? Crunchyroll, baby. Is it fully, is it complete, or is it coming out episodically? It's episodic. So oh, there's yeah. only two. I'll give you my password <laughs> and shit when it's done. Yeah, when it's done, yeah. Um, oh, man, awesome. And then uh, we've most of us have played Lords of the Fallen at some to some degree. Um, Nathan has seen it just now while I was streaming a little bit here. <laughs> a lot uh, of running. Yeah, a lot of running and me There's streaming. a lot of run back. There's, there's a lot of me like, no! Oh, God, please help me! <laughs> but yeah. So... Yeah, man. I'll do my week pretty quick since we're... I'm already talking. Uh, yeah. I did start Fall of the House of Usher. Um, and I know, Nathan, you have you finished it? No. Okay, okay. So... We have probably seen a similar amount. It's because it's long. It's each episode is an hour, and it's however many episodes. Um, no, I've only seen the uh, the first two. Okay, so you're way ahead of me. But oh shit! Please r- hit us with that review. So wait, you just finished? Is that did you finish the episode with the monkey? I finished the episode uh, with when the party, the rave. Oh, kind- Mask of the Red Death. Got it. Yes. So, just a little background. Uh, Follow the House of Usher is a, I think it's a poem, or it might be a short story by Poe, Edgar Allan Poe, and Mike Flanagan, who has done Hill House, he did Midnight Mass, Midnight Club, um, you know, just all of the Netflix stuff, Hush, 
Fitzgerald's game. He did Dr. Sleep. He did Sleep. Midnight Club, the Rockstar Games no. street, street racing game? No, Midnight Club was a Christopher Pike um, adaptation for Netflix, which was a YA book uh, from back in the day. Um, okay. Which he did recently. That was like bef- right before this one, or the last one before um, Fall House of Usher. But anyways, House of Usher is actually... It is a Edgar Allan Poe story, but this is an adaptation of multiple Poe um, stories, poems, whatever, all in one. So we've got the Raven, the the one with the cat, the Mask of the Red Death, and they're all tied together within the larger framework of the short story, The Fall of the House of oh. Usher. It's so very it's almost cool. like an anthology. Yes, but it's all. It's all interconnected. It's all about a family and each family member dying and you know whatever shit is happening, and so it's pretty. Mm. It's pretty cool. They they do some cool shit. And I mean, Mike Flanagan can't fucking lose for me. So um, so far, I'm really enjoying it. Um, yeah, a very very wealthy upper class, you know, uh, family. They're you know they're they run a pharmaceutical company, so they are like the top echelon of like society. So they have a lot of power. So it's kind of, it's nice to see the, uh, you know, like horrible people having horrible things happen to them. (laughs) But that's, you know, they're the one percenters, if you will. Yeah. And so this all takes place. We're kind of watching it in different time periods and different, um, different parts of this guy's life basically it's it's hard to describe really but you're seeing Roderick Usher who is you know the the patriarch of this house um kind of retelling how all of his children have died and it's it's pretty crazy I don't want to go too too much into it so far it's like the gore you know people are saying it's the goriest of the um Mike Flanagan projects um but I don't think it's been necessarily too, too gory. I mean, the Mask of the Red Death one gets kind of gruesome near the end, um, which is the one you just watched, um, Nathan, where at the end everyone's like melting and shit. It's pretty crazy, but. I kind of saw it coming. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Once they kind of like didn't check things that they kind of brush on (laughs) over. It's like, oh, that's. Uh, you know, we can, we, I mean, if you know any of the stories, so the mask of the red death, um, is about like the, the short story or whatever, the, the post story was about the, the plague, the black plague was happening, uh, or in this story, it's called the red death in the story, but, and this wealthy person is hiding himself away, uh, in his house and he hosts a party and at the party, a, uh, a, a party attendee dressed in a red uh, cloak and a skeletal mask like death enters. And it is a mask masquerade party or whatever. And she kind of, you know, foretells that they're all going to die anyways. And then they all get the plague and die basically. So this is like a version of that, but with modern day trappings of like an uber wealthy, like trust fund baby deciding to host a crazy debaucherous party and then literally getting melted. And it's, it's pretty funny. Cause I, I'm like, he's using one of the abandoned old medicine factories for this company. And he's like, Oh, we can't tie into the grid for water. So we'll just use the tanks that are on top. And you're like, I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, my guy, <laughs> you're going to you're going to get melted by chemicals because he's his whole thing is like we're going to at midnight. It's going to rain on the party and that's when shit's going to get crazy. But there's like a DJ there and like they make a point that it like explodes his DJ booth while it's raining. And I'm like, <laughs> what did he think was happening? But he's a fucking idiot. And like, you know, it makes sense and it kind of works. But um yeah, it's yeah, Carla Carla Gugino or, or mm-hmm. I don't know how you say it. Yeah, name, I believe that's how you say it. Uh she was the the red she's in it a lot. She yes. you know, the reoccur she is she is I love her. She, I love she's, her. She's great. Ever since Son in Law, <laughs> dude, I've loved her. And she's been in most of Mike Flanagan's Netflix work. Um yeah. I don't think she was in Midnight Mass, but she was in Hill House, Blind Manor, I believe. Um and now this and she was in gerald's game she was the you know the main she was in spy kids yeah and she was in your favorite the watchman she was she was the original silk specter or silk was that what's her name is it valley jupiter the the old lady silk specter sally jupiter yeah um she's great and she is excellent in this and so she's kind of in in the story she is a recurring she's like the ghost of their um the family's like shitty behaviors basically she's their comeuppance you know she kind of comes in to fucking fuck them up and in every story she's like the catalyst to one of the children's death so it's pretty interesting we will see where i'm at i'm kind of you know three or two more children dead in (laughs) so it's it's wild times but they're all and shitty what is it, people. Netflix? Yeah. It's fun cuz they're all shitty people and like Nate said, you know, it's kind of fun to watch shitty people get their their come up and so they're what's for, you know. Okay. Mm. Cool. <clears throat> um other than that, I started Goblin Slayer um season 2 and there's been two episodes so far and uh it's been good so far. It's you know, it's just kind of like getting back into the world, so it's not too uh, too epic yet, but there's some pretty cool fights already, and you know, it's Goblin Slayer, so it's he's great. <laughs> he only cares about killing goblins, and it's great because every every morning when they're in the fucking you know the inn getting their quest, they're like, "We want to do it." He's like, "Kill kill goblins. We're gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna kill goblins," <laughs> and they're like, Fuck "Why do yeah. we even ask?" Yeah. There's a new annoying kid who I don't like, um, but I think the point is you're not supposed to like him. And then you realize he's kind of um, in the same boat as Gabudin Sadeodu, um, hmm. in that he had an older sister that passed away or whatever, you know. And, and that's like Goblin Slayer's origin is, you know, his sister was killed by goblins. And so he wants to kill goblins, you know? Yeah. And that's all he wants Fuck to do. Yeah. Um, but so, you know, there is a tie there and he kind of feels, um, I think, like a, a sort of brotherly, you know, instinct towards this kid. So we'll see. It's I mean, I love Goblin Slayer. I, I, I really enjoy that world. I love the kind of RPG style of it where it's like, you know, it's almost as if you're inside of D&D, you know, in this world, because like it's just people being like, oh, let's go on quests to make money, you know? Um, <laughs> right. And I love that everyone... I, it's it's interesting now that like 
in the show in universe everyone's still like goblins ain't shit and like so many people have been killed by them like it's constant (laughs) people go out like not they're taking uh goblins serious and then they die every time and you're like at some point they would recognize (laughs) but um you know that's a kind of a, a a through line and you know it makes sense when you think of when you think of rpgs goblins are some of the earlier game enemies mm-hmm. you know it's like rats yeah. and they make jokes like you should go kill rats you should level up off rats and then kill goblins and that is literally every rpg so yeah um but rats yeah it's in still the, in the basement yep it's still or great spiders i have beaten lies of p and yeah uh, i so we'll talk lords of the fallen later um a little bit more in depth but you know james if you want to transition into your week with liza p we can do that too or and J- jesse also played it so any of us can go but um yeah since that... we last played but since we last podcasted I, pl- I i put like maybe 15 hours or so in it and i really liked it but you guys actually beat it so i'll let you guys uh, go ahead. uh yeah and uh let me tell you something that game fucks <laughs> yeah that game fucks it's, it's terrific and by all accounts it really should be like a 10 out of 10 but it's really hard to give anything a 10 out of 10 because it isn't perfect but for going by like what we always talk about jesse or you know what you always say like kind of for what it is this is a easy 10 out of 10 i would say yeah. in gr- broader terms like with the rest of gaming as a reference and you know all the FromSoft catalog mm-hmm. everything it's more like a nine and a half uh, yeah. but it's it's up there it's if you told me from software made this game, I would believe you 100. percent Well, yeah, it's like in relation to what it is. Like we're comparing I, I it wouldn't. to FromSoft. <laughs> like, like we're comparing it to other FromSoft games, but this was an independent company's yeah. first big game. Like that's a pretty, it's a pretty awesome start. Like it's a pretty good first footprint. It's a very good, like it it's is incredible. It's, incredible. Yeah, it's, a, <laughs> it's a really good first game. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's on a level where you're like, this can't be real. <laughs> it does not seem right. Yeah. It just doesn't work. I don't get it. My brain can't process the fact that it's as good as it is. It yeah. doesn't make sense. It, like, because these big companies are putting games out and they're shit. Yeah, it it should <laughs> not be it. good. By all accounts, it should be a bad game because it's made by kind of a relative <laughs> nobody company. And it's it's fucking remarkable. It yeah. is what, uh, what makes it remarkable. It's very so. It's it's almost perfectly designed control wise. Once you get it and understand it, I still struggle with some of the mechanics and being good at them. But I recognize that it's a me issue. And normally, I would rail and be like, "This is bullshit." But I recognize like I'm not, I'm not grasping some of the parry timing, and I'm not patient enough to sit in a boss like you know fifty times. So it's really on me. But well, it's, you did heavy weapons too, right? Yeah, yeah. They parry slower. Oh. There is a different speed of parry with different weapons. Oh. And you know what I, I learned saw? that on the last boss. <laughs> That's funny. I saw people saying <laughs> you technically want to parry earlier, or there's a way where you can mm-hmm. block. There's a forgiveness with it. Yeah, you can hold block, let go of mm-hmm. block, and then it'll parry you somehow. Like you can do. Yeah. It so. If you do like go up for the parry and just as long as you keep holding it, it'll usually give you the parry as long as you're within like a good amount oh. of time. It's pretty forgiving. Well, so for you, Nate, it's beautiful. It is 
almost like it, it's t- the controls are tightened to where it's like almost perfect, which is a big Dark Souls thing. Like if if they can get your controls down to where your reactions and what you're doing is one to one, like you decide I want to dodge and you hit it and it feels like it hits exactly when you want it to. That's the kind of tightness I'm talking about. Or yeah. if you know if you're attacking, you know what your character is going to do because you're telling it to. Where a lot of games, you you feel like I definitely hit dodge at the right time there, and it didn't give it to me. Or I button mashing is not an option. Basically, yes. like yeah. you have to actually be thinking about what you're pushing because if you push it, they're going to do it. And, and even if you like <laughs> hit, yeah, you'll be locked into doing whatever you pushed until it's like done doing that process. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's just, it's really well, it's really well designed, really tightly controlled, and it just feels good to play. It looks good to play. The sound is incredible. The music's great. The story is really well told. Like a lot yeah. of the things. I think that that's are- the big key. Like it set out to be a Souls like or a Souls born. Sekiro like mm-hmm. and it did it and it not only did it but it added its own flair and it added its own elements to its own style and made it its own while still paying homage to like all the FromSoft game well the you know the yeah. souls like um FromSoft games and it just I don't know it did it just like took those things that were really like unique about each of those, like Bloodborne, Dark Souls, and Sekiro, put them in this game, lets you play with them however you want. You can use them, not use them. Um, and then it like advanced it uh, in its own way, like yeah. adding the weapon, you know, diversity and like customization. And um, I think There's having some... the Sekiro mechanical arm thing super cool. <laughs> there are some like, things I don't know that. You know, James and I have said this in private, and it's almost blasphemous, but is better than from games in some ways because they're not tied directly to their own. They're not referencing themselves, which from mm-hmm. software I think can suffer from in a way because, you know, they're known. It's like, this is a Souls like, so I have to do this, that, the other, whatever. They don't have to do that. And it, they have like quality of life things that are just great. Yeah. The, I'm like, the big thing too, like giving us the story versus like having to read mm-hmm. item descriptions to get the like story and lore. Um, like, and I enjoyed the story. It's nothing like crazy, but there's like, there's plot twists and there's like decisions to be made and it does affect the outcome and it does affect how, you know, things play out and, and it's really cool. And, it's a cool take yeah. on Pinocchio too. That like in this world, mm-hmm. you know, puppets exist. They're like robots that we, you know, would have used to for entertainment or for butlers, shit like that. But some somebody, it's uh, Mega Man. Yeah, somebody made them go a little bit kooky, and you are a good puppet <laughs> trying to fix it. And uh, you're the only puppet that can lie, so that's why it's called Liza P. Part of the big thing is that you are more human in that way you know it's it's how yeah they they made the puppets like the i robot movie yes where they have like three base laws that they cannot break when they were created Hmm. and pinocchio can break those yep and and it's just that's so cool too (laughs) yeah and i mean it's 
it's just great. Uh, and we'll talk later about Lords of the Fallen. But when I play Lords of the Fallen, I just kind of miss Liza P most of the time. There's some cool shit in Lords of the Fallen, which we'll discuss. But generally, it's it's not as well designed, I'd say. <laughs> yes. There are three endings, I will say. Uh, Aaron took the evil one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know but I was the other the one. Evil one. <laughs> right. But the other one does lead, so like we both it, basically there's an extra boss if you go like the righteous path, yeah. Um, and he ends up being the hardest boss in the game. You cannot summon, it is two phases, and he is Melania, Melania, <laughs> like he's Melania, Melania, it's Melania, <laughs> only like no breaks in attacking you like she does, yeah. Like he just keeps coming <laughs> and it is, it was a task. Like I really had a hard time fighting them. Um, I did. So you get to, there's these upgrading, an upgrading tree called P organs. I tried to adjust those to like, maybe use like my Legion arm a little better or something like that. And in the end, I just switched back to my build um, with that, I never changed out of being Dex and using, uh, what is it, technique. But, um, yeah, I just, I, I just basically had to get good and learn the boss. And I did switch one weapon at the end. So I, that's one thing I noticed on the last boss was when you use, like, a lighter weapon, your parry time is faster and your block mm. is faster. And it does, like... It does matter with this boss in particular because he just like attacks you so much. Um, but with that, like the smaller, lighter weapon, you lose the amount of blocks it can take and like how fast that weapon gets destroyed. So I found for me, my technique was to actually equip two weapons. Um, normally, I just only had one equipped, um, just to keep weight down. But I equipped two. Kept a one-handed light for the first round because the attacks are a little less aggressive. And then I was using my like go-to weapon, the scythe, ever since I got it um, to fight him. And I noticed it was slower than this other weapon I got. And switching to this like ring you get from the... I think it's like two bosses before the last boss. Um, you get this like saw... Yeah. Bl- it's not even a saw blade. It's like a giant ring, but it's also a saw... <laughs> And that one happened to move just a little bit faster than the scythe, but also swung faster and actually had a higher blocking number two. And I ended up like when I finally switched to that the first round after I switched to it, I beat him the second phase with like four extra heals and i was like well shit like that sucks <laughs> yeah just, <laughs> just being a faster to, weapon <laughs> yeah just being able to swap to that second one not have to worry about repairing and also having the speed just... yeah the speed and I is will a say, big thing with him i watched a fight of him and he looked insane but not with the bullshit that millennia has i think i think millennia has some unfair things like her healing off you is some bullshit like yeah i mean yeah at well, the rate that she he, does yeah he but he also has every enemy in live yeah. p has the same thing you do where if you take damage you have time to get it back yeah so he can technically so, heal but he's not 
he's never going to heal to full. That's the key. Well, right, unless, you, right. you know, you first, but like Millennia was healing herself to full off me blocking. And I was like, you dirty bitch. <laughs> you dirty, yeah, dirty girl. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I also give Liza P a 9.5. Um, I absolutely loved it. I like got done and had to start playing again. Um, I did, yeah, I did everything I could thing. in the regular game. I ran through all the areas again just to make sure there wasn't anything new. There's a couple new things in the hotel after you beat the game. Um, Ooh. And then, yeah, so like some of the stuff to like get all the records and stuff like that, you do have to do new, new game plus. But yeah, I went ahead and started that. And, you know, you can use that, that final boss's boss weapon, which is freaking awesome. It's a super cool sword, and it splits in two when you want to, and it's, it's super cool. <laughs> it's it's a very cool sword, and it, it it's funny when you when you think about Liza P macro level, right, ten thousand feet. It really is kind of telling the Pinocchio story, obviously with some tweaks and stuff. But like, I was I was enjoying trying to figure out like, okay, where what what part of the story am I at? Like, you don't ever you get the whale in the um. The submarine. the submarine yeah because it's kind of shaped <laughs> yeah. like one but i thought that was a cool nod but like you know you go to the alchemist island and that's definitely island of misfit toys you know like there's just it's cool and then Are we that... talking and credit scene yeah let's do it yolo yeah cause... i think yeah, i think it's safe because you know if you don't yeah. want spoilers for liza peace fast forward three minutes if you don't want it suck our balls so after you beat the game there is like a post credit scene and it has a character talking to somebody that you do meet in the game and he mentions Dorothy yep. from, and you see a girl skipping. Well, you see the legs of a girl skipping with Ruby red slippers on and she's in the same world you're in at the moment. And then she clicks her three or her heels together three times. And then like it blacks out. So I don't know if we're getting like, yeah, you know, uh, DLC. I know we're getting DLC. They've confirmed DLC is coming, but I don't know if that's going to be Wizard of Oz DLC or if just the next game's going to be Wizard of Oz because there's talk and rumors were that they plan to do more games and each one have like a different, you know, theme like a Pinocchio style mm-hmm. thing, but different, you know, like a blood like another style open Pinocchio source. And- Right. Like yeah, some kind of fairy tale or like some yeah, some Bro, kind of story. If I can be person. Dorothy with a katana. God damn it. <laughs> I <laughs> said it and so I said, cool. wasn't that your uh wasn't that your drag name? Zack Snyder would love it, man. Dorothy with a katana. <laughs> and now to the stage. Dorothy with a katana. <laughs> and it's just you with your beard <laughs> in a like Hell a dress. Yeah. Like, dope. it's me, Dorothy, and then you have a sword. <laughs> But yeah, that was hype. Dancing, and then I jump out of a plane in my imagination, and because think about think about like the flying monkeys, think about the witches, you know, know. like Oz the Great, powerful, like all that stuff would be fucking Scarecrow, Tin Man, Lion. Dude, it would be even better if they went uh, Return to Oz because that movie's like a little darker. Oh yeah, that movie's the shit with (laughs) Feruza Balk. Like it's all destroyed, and she yes. That one's yeah. like, yeah, that's a little extra creepy. It, it, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I love that they, what they did with this one. So I, I'm just, 
And if they have the patience to make sure it's like like as good as this one was, mm-hmm. then oh, we're just in for yeah. Some we can't good lose. Shit. We can't lose. No. <laughs> and yeah. I wonder how long it took so them to exciting. develop this because you know obviously we want to see uh, more. I of- remember seeing stuff like years ago. I started yeah. following them like two and a half years ago. But Oof. they're gonna get money. So yeah, <laughs> they've sold a million units already or a million copies. Mm-hmm. Which oh, is that's great pretty good. Them. I love that. You know, I'm gonna yeah, definitely buy a physical here, probably end of the week, because I just need to get paid and I had to buy a tire. Um, <laughs> but I definitely want them to have my money, and I bought Lords of the Fallen twice, so <laughs> can a good. But you heard it here, folks. If you guys love Souls games, and if you're a listener of Nerds, you probably do. You have to play this game. It's 100 yeah. percent worth it. Yeah. Like, spend the money. Give it these is, people the money. <laughs> it is worth every hour, every penny. It's great. You heard it here first, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, that's yeah. my week. So, James, if you want to go, we're already talking. Uh, sure. Do you want to talk Ahsoka wrapped up? Oh yeah. Um, yes. I believe three of us watched that whole season. Correct, Nate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, the season of Ahsoka wrapped up. Um I'll give my score and then you guys Yeah. Do. Um I think I am at an eight point five for the season. I personally um I know the beginning was slow for a lot of people, but I didn't dislike the character build of it. Um, I know uh, I was also somebody who liked the two episodes of uh, Obi-Wan where he was just working like, you know, I mean, (laughs) I don't know why, but I liked (laughs) just seeing him like what he's doing, you know. Um, So, yeah, for me, it was great. I think they had a ton of great, you know, lightsaber battles, which, you know, watching Mandalorian as much as we had, it's kind of been missed. Um Ahsoka was great. Ezra was great. I watched Rebels, so I thought he would all of the all the characters, like the acting and everything was perfect for it. So but yeah. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. I by so if 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 we could have skipped some of the beginning, maybe the first episode could have been abridged mm-hmm. a bit. I would give it probably an eight eight and a half, because once um, you kind of really understand more of what's going on, and you see Balin Skull, and you see Ezra, and you you know you get a little bit more out of all the characters. I really enjoyed it. I don't know anything about Rebels. I don't know anything about any of that stuff. I loved Ezra, and once Ezra was there, I really enjoyed Sabine more. I feel like, and it makes sense when you think of what you know is going on. She has been searching for her friend. She's now found him. You know, it's like. A lot going on so she's more at ease right and she becomes yeah. more of a character which we didn't really get a lot out of her early on so i think once once ezra's there i really liked him and i really liked them together so yeah i'm sad about well Ray do you think Stevens. it also had to do with the story like developing too like you like see what she was yes. going through and why she was so stoic yeah it definitely helped <laughs> okay so um, but yeah, I I really enjoyed it, uh, as especially as someone with no reference, you know, frame of reference to rebels and the the you know origins of these characters. I think it really worked out pretty well. So um, yeah, what about you, Nate? Yeah, I I uh, I agree with you. I think um, 
I think all these Disney series, they have like this, uh, there's like two main arcs, two stories. And like once they, and once they complete one mission, it's like, then they go on to like the main story or next story. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed Obi-Wan, uh, more, but I think Ahsoka is probably a better, a better show, like better written. But, uh, Oh shit. You actually liked Obi-Wan too? Oof. I liked, I did like Obi-Wan, but you know, I, I will admit defeat when you start bringing up the, uh, the cyberpunk kids that come out of nowhere. God, in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. No, wait, that was in. That's that was in Obi Wan. Oh no, that's that was, in, uh, um, no Boba no, Fett. Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The biker gang. Yeah, yeah, they were awful. Oh yeah, you're right. No, I'm no, sorry. No, the I'm worst part of Obi Wan was young Leia. She was fucking trash. Yeah, that that chase was rough. <laughs> The, the, yeah, you know, like, again, like, Obi-Wan, it kind of, you can divide that show, like, there's, like, like there's, like, a line of, like, mm-hmm. when the, the real story starts, but, um, uh, like, after, well, what, what's, what was her name, uh, in the, the storm, the, uh, the sister? Oh, she, Obi-Wan? Shira? Oh, no, never mind. Second sister. Um, second sister. Yeah, God, what was her? I don't remember her name, but yeah, the second oh, sister yeah. stuff, like the stuff that they brought in from the game was actually really cool. Or from the game, like in this, yeah, we have the Knight Sisters. The Inquisitors. Yeah, we had the Sith Inquisitors. Like, I, I think they brought in some really cool shit mm-hmm. from the game, but, from the Shadow of the Jedi or whatever, Fallen Order, Fallen Empire, whatever that yeah, shit Yeah, Jedi, was. Fallen Order. Yeah, no, but I'm with you. Like some of that stuff just could have been a little shortened, yeah. a little tightened up. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I didn't understand Morgan Elsbeth's um, like goals in the show, but she was cool. She did get killed by like a small little cut, though. <laughs> she got like slashed across her chest. She was like, "Well, yep, good night," because <laughs> I just died. She's like, "Goodbye forever." And that apparently that doesn't kill you though, like yeah. with other, you know, if you got that uh, main character plot armor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, because Ray got stabbed, right? No, somebody got. Who was it? Was it Kylo that she she Ray saves Kylo with the Force magic, right? I can't remember. No, but doesn't uh, Sabine? Sabine gets stabbed. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! In the same Qui Gon died. Yeah, Qui Gon and... died from getting stabbed in the gut, basically. And well, Qui Gon <laughs> sucked. <laughs> Just overall. Come on, he's he's the main dude who started the Jedi. Have the Jedi's have attitude? And midichlorians, a... dude. Of course. I'm a so Jedi, cool. but I don't follow the rules. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm not like other Jedi's. I'm a cool Jedi. <laughs> yeah. He's hippie Jedi. He's a hippie piece of shit. What is your is your score on eight then, Aaron? Or Nate? I don't, yeah, I, don't, I liked Qui Gon. I feel I feel wrong giving it an uh, an eight, but maybe like seven point seven or seven point okay. five. Yeah, that's fair. But I gave Obi Wan like a higher score, but I'll admit that that's a bad. That's you know the show is worse. Like. <laughs> But you know, I'm just an inconsistent, you know. You're a piece fanboy. of trash, dude. Uh, 
I will say um, this really like I think redeems Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader in a way like it doesn't undo the prequels at all. Like I'm not saying that in any way, but <laughs> it was nice to see him, you know, get to be directed well and written well. <laughs> you know, like them. all of them, <laughs> the women too. <laughs> it's, it's interesting this arc that Anakin uh, all the horrible things he's done but like they're trying to redeem him and like fans fans like him yeah it was it, I haven't seen it is he likable yes he's likable and I he's feel like, like sweet I feel like Anakin is a good example of like uh, if you were to make a, a metaphor like modern times cancellation like people who got canceled but still have fans. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like yeah. if you like Anakin, you know, hey, put on that Louis C.K. album. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm really dumb. I haven't seen it. But how do they handle Anakin? Is it so he is so three? So in the Clone Wars animated series where Ahsoka was originated from, where she was created, um, he was her master she she was anakin's padawan so in this she meets him kind of in the force somewhere she like dies and so i don't even remember well like i don't really understand how what was happening but she's like basically okay it's so her it's, it's her trial world yeah okay it's her trial. so yeah. she's she not in the real world her, and anakin's yeah. not in the real world she yeah. falls off a cliff and this happens like uh in the water or like yeah in, yeah it's like Luke doing his, you know, his cave shit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but like, so she meets, the, you see the... kind of his, you see some of their time together in that. Um, but it's just nice to see them let Anakin have personality because in the prequel series, and I know the Clone Wars did that. Like, I know that they've redeemed his arc in the Clone Wars in that way. I didn't watch that stuff. So it was nice to see Anakin with a fucking personality because in the prequels, he goes from petulant child to petulant teenager to petulant adult who's angry and kills everybody, you know? And they oh, they try. <laughs> My favorite is the scene in the elevator where it's like, Master, remember when we were in the Clone Wars and we had a fun time the one time? And then it's just like, yeah, that was funny. But you don't see it. They don't cut to it. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. remember when we saw yeah. boobies at the club one time? And then Master's like, yeah. And then everyone's like, wow, he was, they were friends. Look at what good friends they were. They had a memory together. <laughs> yeah. They probably thought like budget-wise, like we have to shoot this memory. Like, nah, forget it. Cut it. I mean, we're talking the prequel series had to have had budgets <laughs> astronomical at the time, right? <laughs> and by episode yeah, three. It's, it's, oh, it's on. whatever you want. Really, they should have made episode two the arc of like Anakin and Obi-Wan doing fun stuff together and building a rapport and then ending on a dark note of, you know, something tragic happening. Maybe that's when Anakin Anakin finds out about his mom. Well, yeah, goes far on a mission or finds out about his mom and, you know, kills the, the Jawas, the sand people, whatever they're called. Um, And then Tusken Raiders. There we go. Aren't they Jawas? Nope. No, Tuscan Raiders. Jawas are no, the right. little guys. Yeah, Jawas are the little guys. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's the fight in the woods. Here's uh, here's what. Uh, no, that's Ewoks. O- Obi- 
Jesse. Ewoks, whatever. <laughs> so oh, many. well, uh, Ahsoka introduced a, a new type of Ewok, the, the little crab people. Yeah, they were cool, though. Every oh, yeah. every series and every new thing is like, here's a cute thing for you to like. Mm-hmm. And every time it gets me. <laughs> yeah, I would I would buy, I would buy that merch. But I would quick, die, you, I would the, die for them. The, the flashbacks. Uh, Obi Wan had a flashback. The scene where they're they're mm-hmm. training, and uh, this is one of the things that Obi Wan uh, the series that they did so well is that that flashback, the fight, the duel, and the flashback, the choreography is the same as in the final fight at the end of the series. Oh, that's cool. Like was, was Hayden Christensen in that scene? I think he was, right? This wasn't yeah. his full... Okay, he was back in Obi-Wan and then more, way more in this. Yeah. Okay. But that's the thing, though, with the the when, you're, when these little uh, mental trips the Jedis are having, these acid trips, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The, the thing with Return of the Jedi in the cave, he just sees the image that he, you know, he just he's Vader... Uh, it's, it's not, it's, it's more powerful now. Yeah. When you're like when you're talking to your apparition, uh, apparition, like when they have personality and like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, or is it, is it real? Is this all in your head? Yeah. Like you're, yeah, I will say, yeah, she has the a news. They're, they're talking about current affairs. <laughs> right. Can you she believe that last things, election? Like, a, like she also has like that spouting MRA shit. talking points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. I know she you're saying, have, James. She has different powers. Yeah, but that's yeah, like she a, has that, and then like she went to the land between worlds or whatever, and like that's kind of like a. Oh, she they, also they fought Millennium. that in Rebels. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, basically. Wasn't the lands between Elden Ring and that the name of the world? I can't remember. Yeah, it definitely helps to watch Rebels. Yeah. Um, like a lot, unfortunately. That kind of actually is not a good thing about the show is that you have to watch Rebels, it feels like. Well, I will say it's kind of cool when they do that because like, I recognize I'm not enough of a fan to have watched all that, but I'd rather the fans of Star Wars that are truly into Star Wars that much you know, get their, get their stuff, right? Because like, I feel like that's yeah. what Marvel's lacking is – they used to kind of write the movies and the stuff with like nudges and nods and true stories from the comics. And now it's just like, how do we shove more kids into MCU so we can have longer periods of time for movies? You know, every new thing is like a new kid or young person with superpowers. And I'm like, I miss the days of like Iron Man's 40. Oh, you know what? Actually, today is the day he died. Oh shit! Because yeah, it was in five. End, in Endgame, yeah. it was five years. Today is the day that Tony Stark dies. Our Rest Lord and Savior. Yeah, Tony for Stark. sure. Oh, yeah. He died Game for our world. sins. Everywhere yeah. I go, I see him. Um, you know, I mean, this is this is a long tire, uh, tirade that I'll sum up real quick, but it's because the that uh, first season of uh, Phase One, that Phase One of Marvel, they had flaws. The characters mm-hmm. were were human. And th- these new phases, they're just representation, which is great. It's important, but they're perfect. They're, they don't yeah. have flaws. There, there's that, probably... That's, that's it. With they're that, all loving and bumbly. Well, there's probably fear and... of attaching flaws to newer characters that are representative of cultures and people that maybe haven't had 
their time on screen, you know? So it's like you can't really be like, all right, Kamala, Kamala Khan, you know, is, you know, is this an person. But she's also, yeah, she's a fucking <laughs> pillhead. You can't do that because then it's like you're saying all of them are pillheads. You know, all of the people of that culture are pillheads. And it's like. But what? She's got to have some kind of flaws. Like, no, she's flawless, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, the corner that you they kind of back themselves in. You know, like what are they gonna do? But you know, they they there's you know that's that's the the main point of we all have flaws. That's the universal truth. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. true, and that is that's a good point. You know, you it's hard to put into words sometimes, and you know. You're going to get canceled for it, so just know, everyone know that <laughs> Nate doesn't like representation, but I bet there is some of that, right? Like, because we do need that, but you can't rush, you know, you can't rush good characters. That's the I other thing. The, is, I'm the Anakin Skywalker of this podcast. <laughs> That's right. Piece of crap. <laughs> You'll never be redeemed, yeah. you son of a bitch. <laughs> we kind of... Definitely didn't really talk about Ahsoka, but it's good. Watch it. Yeah. It's another good show. I mean, we're not going to dive into this episodic. If you want that, there's other podcasts that actually do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just telling you it's good. Watch it yeah. and enjoy it. Um, I believe a couple of us also watched Loki. Loki uh, season two started. Oh, yeah. um, we got two episodes as of now. Uh, for me personally, episode one kind of felt a little slow. I did like short rounds character cause he's mm-hmm. just a great, I don't know. He's just always fun to be on screen. Um, and it's just nice to see him, you know, getting his due. I don't know. I shouldn't yeah. even say due, but like getting, getting to have his time in the sun, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me it was slow, but I think... The shining light is when Loki and um, wow, uh, what's his name? Wow, broken nose. Yeah, Owen Wilson wow. guy. Yeah, Owen Wilson. When those two Morbius, uh, when they finally like are back together, buddy copping, and you get into that even more in episode two, and it's definitely drawn me back in. Um, and I'm definitely intrigued to see how it plays out and. I don't know. It's just different, and I think that's why it's fun to watch. Um, it has a little extra flavor that a lot of the MCU stuff has been lacking as of now, for me, anyway. Sick. Anybody else watch it? I really liked it. Sorry, I, I was talking and I was muted. Uh, I really liked it when he was in the elevator, <laughs> like, splinching, you know, whatever. That's a a uh, Harry mm-hmm. Potter term, but when he's like going in between the times and his own most, it's like, yeah, it's disgusting. Like, I didn't want to say it, but it's horrible. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the best part of the show is those two together. A hundred percent. I agree. It's great, by the way. So just mm-hmm. as Nate, uh, or, sorry, as James is saying, I really have enjoyed it so far, but yeah, that first episode, you're kind of just confused at what's even happening, you know? Yeah. It's a little bit And it's rough. been so long since we watched the last season. And I mean, I remember what happened because I've been waiting for the MCU to actually like continue playing out that story they mm-hmm. established at the end of it. Um, and it feels like we're just now picking it back up now. Yeah. So Ant Man to me is still the biggest waste of continuing the Kang story. I still don't understand that, but yeah. Um 
you know i did we'll see really, where it goes <laughs> i did really enjoy what he's like he who he who he belongs or whatever the name they gives and owen wilson's like wait you call him that or does he call himself that and he's like no that's what he calls right? him he's like that's a little <laughs> presumptuous or whatever he says he's like that's a little yeah weird to call yourself a name like that yeah it's like he who remains or something yeah yeah or all that remains or something yeah <laughs> all Wait, that no, remains. <laughs> it's a band <laughs> it was so, close to that though it'd be great if jesse was like that's a really good band you son of a bitch <laughs> Get bad. it's, a, it's right. an okay band yeah they're all right <laughs> yeah they're all right the guitar yeah, player yeah. Uh, the guitar player died with in some really weird in a really weird situation and then uh the singer is very out, outspoken libertarian buddy <laughs> the singer died in a weird way well, what happened he was no, fucking a dog <laughs> yeah the, the, the guitar player like people think it's like a setup and he was like murdered it's, it's okay. this whole thing <clears throat> that's well, cool yeah fuck libertarians um, um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding and then the only other thing I watched oh boy so my wife oh god wanted to oh, go yeah. to see <laughs> Taylor Swift for -Swift, baby. in concert, you know, like every other Sw Swifty and crazy in the world right now. Um, not to say anybody likes Taylor Swift's crazy. It's just the way people are acting is aggressive. Um, so we weren't able to get tickets because they get scalped or picked up and then scalped off for thousands of dollars. And it's just never going to happen. Well, she released a, a, a concert movie two hours and 40 minutes of concert movie um, in theaters. So we got tickets and I got tickets to like the prime time first prime time showing basically. And uh, yeah, I had to go to the theaters to watch Taylor Swift. With Dude, Swifties in the I saw a clip of a girl uh, like on her knees in the theater screeching the songs. And I thought I, this is where I would go to jail. This is it. Yeah. I would fist fight everybody. I would go blind rage. <laughs> it seemed like the literal death of the universe for me. <laughs> so it is, that is a weird thing, right? Like you're in a movie theater. And so you like have this thought in your head that it's supposed to be like movie theater etiquette. And that's just like not going to happen with crazy people. Mm -hmm. Like, they were dancing, they were standing, singing, cheering. Like, there were people yelling things out to Taylor, <laughs> who was in... It was a movie. A recorded movie. <laughs> Tay -tay. People were like, I love you, Taylor! And, like, yeah. screaming all this random shit. It's like, like a concert. They're pretending they're at the concert. But she... But no, but she's on no. a screen. It's not a concert. <laughs> I know, but they're suspending their disbelief because they want to enjoy the moment. I, I you get see it. the people at the concert uh, in yeah. there. It's no. I get it. It's just <laughs> it, it is a little bit childlike almost for like grown ups to be doing it. Yeah. It's but no, it's, it's weird. Like it's bizarre. Cultist worshiping <laughs> shit. That'd yeah. be like if we had to if they were playing like a concert, like a Deftones concert at the theater, and we were so into it, like <laughs> moshing, <laughs> yeah, like dude, fucking it, singing the yeah. songs and shit, literally oh moshing and fucking fighting people in the yeah, God. yeah. Oh, I God. mean, there was they. I guess at Taylor Swift concerts, they wear bracelets that everybody friendship bracelets that everybody oh. makes. People were sharing and passing those around, and I'm. 
because I guess that's a thing. Uh, there was somebody brought in a cardboard cutout of uh, Travis Kelsey. If you're not a football fan, you may not know who he is. If you're a Swifty fan, you know who he is because that's Taylor Swift's That's Tay Tay's boyfriend. boyfriend, excuse me. Right, right, right. Um, I knew him before because I watch football, and he's he is truly one of the best tight ends in the you know tight end. Well, now he's in her tight end. Um, you know what I'm saying, bro? He's fucking her asshole, bro. He's in her fucking butthole, dude. <laughs> dude, if you're a Swifty, yeah. I have zero respect for you. Uh, I, I, I'm <laughs> sorry just to people Kelly. who like somebody, dude. <laughs> nah, fuck that, dude. If you're nah, that kind of Swifty, th- listen, I like things this is weird yeah it's yeah it becomes it's fanatical it's It's, yeah it's it's obsessive fanatical behavior it's like the the beatlemania it gets scary right because it's like what what is like they're literally going into psychosis over a fucking video of taylor swift (laughs) like when i was in high school my girlfriend was really into the backstreet boys line like and i went we went to a concert we went to the black and blue tour and yeah, she was an absolute um, unhinged lunatic when we were there. when they came out. It was nonstop screeching at the top of her lungs the entire. I'm like, you can't even enjoy the show. Yeah, how like, are you're you just, fun? You're just wailing ah, the whole time. <laughs> it's like you can't even just chill oh, and God. listen to them sing like. It's actually it was actually a really cool show and a great time, but like the poor girl was screaming the whole time. I felt bad for her, like she couldn't. It was like screaming, crying, like uncontrollable. Uh, it was it was very bizarre. It was strange. It was like a trance. Yeah, yeah. I I don't really like, look, get it. And I should say, if you are a Swifty in that, like I like Taylor Those are the Swift. Kind of people you want? I like cult. her music. Great. I don't. I don't care about that. Like, if you're a Swifty and like I'm a fan, like I like Deftones. You know, I'm a Defty or whatever you want to call me. You know, like great. If you're a fucking like actual Swifty, where it's like you're losing your absolute fucking mind over a person who makes okay music. Like I, I don't. I don't see it personally. Like it's not my fucking shit, but. Her music's fine. Like it's poppy, it's catchy, you know, whatever. It ain't it ain't the fucking reinventing of the musical wheel. You know, they act like she yeah. fucking It's is just like pop music. Michelangelo painting the fucking Sistine Chapel. It's goddamn music. Well, I will say it is not just pop music. Since I had to go through this it, so what the tour is is her eras, which is each album she's done. Oh, God. And there actually is no, quite cool. a bit of variety. Well yeah, <laughs> she started say, off she with country. country. Yeah. She's done folk like music. She did an album that was like uh like a like writing characters. It's like she wrote God. about characters she made up in it, like a fairy tale <laughs> type one. Like she did some pop stuff. Like one was like I think just over the whole uh, Kanye incident. Yeah. Like that's what did it for her. Yeah, he, she should thank his ass. Like I respect the like the artist part of it. Like I she does a lot of variety and you know she has built this thing and good for her. But like I mean, damn, like y'all need to chill out. Yeah, it's, like, this it, is nuts. It's a little <laughs> spooky, my friends. So what right. would you rate it? <laughs> oh fucking um, 11 out of 10 bro i love that shit i cried <laughs> so let's get it was a little long <laughs> right it was a little long um 
as not being like a Taylor Swift fan, if it was a band I loved, I would love to sit and watch them for two hours and 40 minutes, which supposedly they pulled four songs from this movie that are normally in the concert. Oh my God. What do you think happened? 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. What? Yeah. But I mean, the whole experience as a whole, I mean, I give it like a four. (laughs) Like, okay. Yeah, it seems like, all right. I like seeing live music, and there was she does have a band play, so at moments like you actually get to like hear them like do a little choppy, like show some chops for a second. But like the craziness and like I don't know. Yeah, no, it was it wasn't a good experience. Not really. No. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm ever in a theater and people start doing that shit, I'm absolutely getting in a fist fight. Uh, as well, I do speak about Taylor crazy people. Yeah, it's nuts, dude. It's wild. <laughs> no, no, I would never go to a Taylor Swift show. They showed fans multiple times in this thing and like bawling think, their eyes out and shit. Like it's wild. Do you think she's ever like just scared? Of course. <laughs> oh, oh, sure. I hope so. Yeah. Well, what I, I mean is people, like they being there, on... like seeing the level of crazy that people are going over her as a per- like she knows she's nothing but a regular person who makes music like. It would it would freak me out to have people like right. literally deify me like that. Yeah, I'm sure they all. And go she does it. seem pretty down to earth, which is like crazy that it's become like got yeah. to this. Because she, I I agree, she's got to be like actually scared at times. Yeah, it's got to be. She spooky. doesn't like put off this like yeah I am this like you know what I mean those vibes are not there. Yeah, like <laughs> so. Uh, oh, I can mention one thing about uh, crazy uh, fans, I guess. I technically did crazy fanboy out. I mean, um, the new Beartooth album actually dropped that same day. I went to see that. Very excited. Nice. Got a dope shirt with a big dragon on it and a sword. It's super it is cool a very cool design. shirt. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Um, but they announced their tour, and they're finally coming to Cincinnati, and it's the first uh, thing of the tour, and... Uh, I ended up getting VIP tickets for it because, yeah. yeah, they are. I've looked at them in the past. This will be my fourth time seeing them, uh, fourth like album tour in a row seeing them. Um, and the tickets normally like you have to pay for the show separate from VIP, and this one they were added and like. A hundred bucks cheaper than they normally are. So I was like, oh, nice. oh sure, yeah. I was like, a hundred and fifty bucks for VIP, and I got early access to tickets. I get, you know, like the record or like an actual vinyl record that's only for VIP people, um, mm. and some other shit. And then like you get your ticket, which is like a around a third of that price after taxes and uh, what's it, the fees you have to pay for. Ticketmaster, but just because you bought a ticket, they charge you forty dollars oh, for God, some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ticketmaster is um, the worst. Yeah, and so like, in the end, I mean, it's it feels like I'm only paying like you know eighty bucks for VIP, so I'm like all for it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be doing that, and it's in the like the second week of January, so it's like not a long wait either. So I'm super stoked. Fuck yeah, yeah. The shirt's dope though. It's it looks like yeah, um, I love it. That old Dragon's Lair style art, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's kind of a, a silly-looking dragon, but in a cool way. Like, old classic AD&D art. 
Mm-hmm. Big fan. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. And actually, I never heard Beartooth until we were driving to go to CEO, and they're fucking good. Yeah, it's a cool band. I need to listen yeah, to they, more. Yeah, that's he's put out this new record is definitely like a um he's finally like getting in a more positive headspace, so it's kind of like more positive lyrics and you know, a little poppier because he's actually like a big pop music fan too. <laughs> oddly. Would you um, say he's in a new and, era? Oh my God. Are you going to scream and get a cardboard cut out of his dick or whatever and fucking freak out? <laughs> Fuck yeah, no, dude. no. I'm just going to grab his actual dick because I'm yeah. VIP. Whip that shit out and give it to me in my there. mouth, you motherfucker. <laughs> Put it behind my bare teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, but now, yeah, it's I'm excited. It's a different album. I'm still like in a different headspace than he is at this point. So <laughs> it does not match where I <laughs> want them to be, but you know, I can't fault them for being happy always, and writing positive music. I guess I always hate when my tortured artists become less tortured. It's like, I damn, know you're, right? you're losing your yeah. edge. <laughs> your beautiful dark twisted. Well, <laughs> that's what I was worried about, but they still, he, he still has their guitar sounds, their breakdown, stuff like that. It's just, there's just some more positivity to yeah, the lyrics. The worst, yeah, like losing a singer will fuck a band up, but the guitar players, oh, the yeah. real, the real, the guitar, the lead guitar player is the real soul of the band. I'm sorry to all other bands. Well, music, it works musicians. out with Beartooth. He's the only, it, he does it all in studio. So, yeah. Most of, like a lot of times, like a, like, like a lead ass guitar player will do, will actually be the dude writing all of it. Like he's the guy who writes it. So when a band loses a guitar player, the whole fucking sound's gonna change. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, Is that it. So yeah, for me, I mean, besides Lords of the Fallen. Uh, alrighty, I'll go. Um, I've been playing Lords of the Fallen. Uh, Spider Man comes out Friday, and I've been playing. I was playing a lot of Cyberpunk. It's good. I don't know. I'm just. I just want to reiterate, Cyberpunk is fucking great, and I can play it forever, and it's awesome. And I've been playing Lords of the Fallen, and I saw When Evil Lurks, right? That's what it's called, yes. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know Nate said it last time, but I went and saw it. I had no idea what I was going to see. It was the best horror movie I've seen all year, and it's the best horror movie I've seen in a very long time. That shit's like a... Eight, oh, seven, I wanted to go see it, and then fucking stupid ass, whack ass Taylor oh, Swift's yeah, stupid T-Swift. ass fucking movie came out, and yeah. it took out every showing of this movie. So yeah, I hope Taylor leaders. Swift, I hope Taylor Swift gets in a fucking car accident and gets a scratch <laughs> no, on her face. No, no, no. Um, what, a, what a great switch that would be, like for a, a theater full of Swifties, like they just play. Oh my when god! E- when evil lurks, they're like, this is a long <laughs> intro to her tour it doesn't really seem like it matches but you know maybe it's the new era is some kind of demonic possession thing (laughs) and just so you know i said i hope she gets in a car accident and gets a scratch on her face i'm not wishing death upon taylor swift it was a fucking joke now you're canceled you down dude you're canceled asshole canceled (laughs) oh Um, no they'll run you off the road hunt me if you hunt me i'll hunt her Yeah, <laughs> we'll uh, see who gets there first. It will be you guys because I can't. I, yeah. I don't, why would I ever find anyone? But yeah. Okay. Um, I don't actually want her to get hurt or anything. Please don't kill me. I was just joking. They're wild. 
Don't tell your wife, James, please. I don't need to fight her. Um, all right, so I've been playing Cyberpunk. It was great. And then I was playing Lies of P. It's very good. And I was playing more Thunder Ray. It's very good. It's like Punch-Out. If you like Punch-Out, look up Thunder Ray. That game is fucking awesome. It's very cool. Uh, but I've been playing Cyberpunk and Lords of the Fallen. And, and then if I you've saw never heard them, look up Sugar Ray. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of which, I'm still waiting on that Shining record, and I keep emailing them, and they're just like, "It, sorry, it just takes a while sometimes. Wait, don't you have to say it? They have to say the whole name, right? Oh, the band Shining, album title Shining. <laughs> uh, go listen to it. Actually, I listened to it the other day. It's very, uh, it's very slow, like kind of like romantic. Uh, and I'm talking, it's a suicidal black metal album. It's heavy, screaming shit. But it's uh, kind of got a lot of really kind of... The songs do not start right away. They, well, some of them do, but a lot of it's very patient. It's it's really good. It's a really good album. Um, but I saw When Evil Lurks, uh, one of the best horror movies I've seen in a very long time. Again, man, this thing of going to the theater without even knowing what the movie poster looks like, never seeing a trailer, having no clue whatsoever, man... What a really awesome surprise this was for that because I did not know what to expect. And when it started, I just didn't know. I didn't know what to expect, man. The main guy looks a lot like CM Punk. I thought that the entire time. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. I do. It looked exactly like him. At some point, I was convincing myself it's him. Uh, But uh, yeah, man, it was very horror. And up front with its almost monster movie-esque horror shit. But it was this really interesting take on, like, possession and demonic shit. I thought that the movie was going to do a whole, oh, this movie's all in his head and he's just processing his trauma. No. It's a straight-up monster-ass horror demon movie. And it was... It was absolutely wonderful. It was fucking crazy like shit happens in that movie and you're like what the fuck dude with the dog like it did the shit happens and you're just like i cannot believe this shit the fucking dog dude it's just so nuts and it's like cerebral and it's it was so good i don't even want to spoil it because i want people to see it was really cool. And if it dog it violence, I won't watch it. Uh, no, 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 you're good. Yeah, I, I struggle with those, but... No, stop being losers. It's not dog violence. <laughs> I just said something happens and there's a dog in the movie. That's it. If there's no, dog violence better. and you didn't tell us, I'll fucking... Oh, God, yes. You're you, fine. Then don't watch it. Uh, no, but there's no kidding. dog violence. There's no animal violence in the movie. Um, It was just really cool. Uh, Yeah, high eight, eight, seven, five. Nine. Eight, there eight, is nine. there eight, is goat, seven, goat violence. Oh, I don't care about goats. They're creepy. Yeah. What a hypocrite. And that I actually, actually don't. I actually don't care about dog violence unless it looks too real. Sometimes that shit, you're like, oh boy, That's that true. makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I actually wrote a note about the goat. I just wrote the goat down because there was a really cool scene where there's a there's a whole flock of or what is it? Would you a herd of goats? And, <laughs> a, and this woman is looking out there and she's freaking out and she's like it, it, it's in the goat it's and so a dude like shoots off a shot like a shotgun round into the sky 
and all the goats run except for the one and it stays and i was like "Ooh, this is dope it was very oh, that cool that is cool it was a very that's that moment is early and as soon as that happened i was like this is fucking great like the, i almost texted you that and said this movie is fucking awesome Hell uh yeah. so it's really really good um it's a shutter movie Interesting. Yeah, it's coming to Shutter at the end of the month. I'm excited about that. I'm definitely gonna watch it for Halloween. But it's like at the very end of the month. I'm like, damn, y'all really pushed it. Let me pay you money and rent it right now. Yeah, and it is really um, like it doesn't shy on the gore. And like, man, there is a hatchet to the face thing that happens in this movie, and it is. It's. The movie does new shit, even though it's like it's not reinventing the wheel. It kind of it, it almost is. Nate, would you say it's almost how different this demon For shit? Sure. It's like Absolutely. actually almost reinventing the wheel. It's like it's it's like different and it's cool. And the hatchet thing is really wild. You saw it after know. we saw Exorcist, right? Yes. Does it bring your score down for Exorcist in any way? Being a, a movie. What did I give similar... Exorcist? Well, we haven't done it yet. Oh. You said a, you said like does a this, five. Does it does six. it bring it down? No, because Exorcist was just bad. But yeah, yeah like like yeah. you know, seeing seeing what a movie like The Exorcist did with that kind of budget, and then seeing what these people did with no fucking money is insanity. And it just that just goes to show it's just writing, and also execution is is important. And this movie executed really awesomely. It did some really really crazy shit with like like you know prosthetic and like uh what's the word um like practical practical effects yeah like with the main like thing the sick person and it was really awesome i I appreciate it thank you for the recommendation nathan i'm so happy you liked it like there there wasn't there's not maybe uh everything everywhere all at once like that movie like there hasn't been a movie for me where i was so hyped to have someone else experience it hell yeah the other nice. than uh when evil lurks and i know you're such a you're such a big horror fan you know probably uh bigger than i am so i was like oh man you know i hope jesse likes it but uh yeah i, I loved think it, it like does... i'm gonna buy it when it comes like, yeah like hell yeah me too it uh, when you know like all these very abstract terminology like how it reinvents the wheel but it's I mean, without spoiling it, what what Jesse's talking about is that these two brothers they treat the uh, the possession like it's a virus outbreak instead of like treating it like mm. an exorcism, which only uh, makes things worse because they don't follow exorcist protocol. So that's mm. that's the twist that they kind of treat it like yeah. a virus outbreak with good reason, but. Um, yeah, but it's but still like the angle that the angle is so different. Like you can't even you have to watch it to see what it is. Like you can't you could you wouldn't be able to like come up in your head with what with what the whole like kind of you're thinking like oh so someone's possessed by a demon and they need to do an exorcism like kind of but no like they, this movie does something different. Like they made up their own like shit. And it's it's interesting. It's cool. It's like fucking awesome. I fucking loved it. I thought it was fucking cool, man. <laughs> like I wish that I was with people when I saw it to see people's reactions. Like because there was a lot of really uh, fun, interesting, wild shit that happens. 
my dark twisted <laughs> and also just really good acting like the main guy is very distraught and he does a very good job like there's there's the acting's pretty good um other than that uh my former guest our buddy brian he's a friend of mine he got married this weekend i've known him for 30 years so i did the whole thing i did the whole bachelor party wedding thing i won't do all of it but uh it was fun. The bachelor party was fun. It was, you know, it was fucking bro time. One thing did happen, though, that I will say, that I will say. Uh, so for the bachelor party, we all met up at, uh, like, one of those fucking, at a restaurant. And we, everybody ate and drank their fill. And we were going to go to a strip club afterwards. Because it's a fucking bachelor party. And that's what you have to do. Or if anything, we were like, let's do the fucking thing. And so everybody eats and drinks their fill. And about an hour before we leave, one guy shows up. A little later, he's, I don't, I don't recognize him, but he's a friend of somebody's. He does the thing where he showed up late. So he's going to try to play catch up. And he downs a bunch of shots and then starts nursing a beer, right? Because he figures he's late and everybody has already started. I obviously don't drink, but everyone's drinking. They're having fun. Everyone's goofing off, having a great time. He gets there. So he thinks, let me catch up and take a bunch of shots. Spoilers, this guy just gets really drunk. So now we're getting ready to leave the restaurant. We're driving to Scarlet's, the strip club. I I leave on my own and drive myself there. And my buddy Brian and his brother and his couple friends, they take like an Uber X, like some big, they they get like some big lifted, all blacked out, uh, like Escalade. This huge SUV thing picks them up. It's enormous. It's very tall. You have to like get into it. They take that to the club, to the strip club. So I'm sitting outside of the strip club, and I'm sitting in my um car waiting. And I and by the way, I'm so I I didn't, well no I'm not gonna say that part. But anyways, I'm sitting I'm sitting in my car outside the strip club, <laughs> and I'm texting Sean, and I'm like, hey Brian's brother, and I'm like, let me know when you guys are getting here. And he goes, okay, we're just pulling in now. So they are driving through the valet, which is pulling up directly in front of this like premier strip club. This is like the premier strip club in our area. It's not the greatest thing in the world, but it's the nicest one around here. It's a pretty nice place. So they pull up and what ends up happening is this. They get out of the car and the guy that I talked about that showed up a little late and he drank a bunch and he got a little too drunk and he was a little too fucking shit-faced. He's trying to get out of the SUV and something happens and his foot catches on something and he just falls out of the SUV <laughs> and face plants directly into the asphalt, into the street, and Hell breaks yeah. his nose. His nose splits open. He Mate. breaks his nose. And this all happens in a split Jesus second. Like Christ. In, in one moment, they're all having fun, blasting music in this fucking, who knows, it's probably like Biggie Smalls is playing, and they're like having a baller fun time. We just got to the strip club, Brian gets out, Sean gets out, this guy tries to get out, and quack, breaks his nose. <laughs> just out of nowhere. At this point, I'm walking up. I don't see it happen, but I walk up, and I see somebody on the floor. I walk over there. I'm like, oh, God, what happened? Of course, something happened. And I look at this guy, and his nose is split horizontally across the bridge. And there's like a dinner plate-sized pool of blood on the floor under his <laughs> face. Um, the club manager's out there. The assistant manager's out there. They got earpieces and walkies. They're freaking out because this guy just got hurt on club property. 
Also, someone's like, hey, man, do you need an ambulance? And I'm pretty sure they don't want a goddamn flashing light ambulance in front of their strip club on a Friday night at fucking midnight. Um, so it sucks for him. Eventually, so like one of our buddies took the hit and just drove him to an urgent care <laughs> and left him there. Because it's like, bro, I don't know what to do. This is fully... Like, you know, Brian was standing there, bless his heart, like, man, I'm feel for you, bud. This really sucks, man. Because it sucks, because nobody did it to him. He did it to himself. You know, like, there's nothing we can do. We're, we can't all not go in now because you got hurt. <laughs> wow. What a bunch of assholes. <laughs> there's 15 of us. There's fucking 15 of us, dude. So, um, <laughs> oh, and this is the kicker. He was our plug to get into the strip club. He's the guy who knew somebody who worked there that like made a phone call, who was going to get our pack of 15 animals into the VIP because we didn't want to like have to go in and then just all scatter through a strip club. Like it's, it's, it's a crowded ass place. We have a big party like at the restaurant, like we rented this room out, you know what I mean? So we would have the ability to have our ship. Somehow, I don't know how, somehow we get, we transfer that power from him to us and they walk us in and they give us this VIP area and we, and we have a great, you know, then we do the strip club thing. We have a great time. It was fun. Uh, but what I did think was funny was I had told Brian's brother when he told me the date, Hey, Friday the 13th, we're going to go to the strip club. And I told him like on some mumbo jumbo occulty shit, like October's like the heaviestly, like mostly charged month for like dark energy and shit like that and a friday the 13th is also like a heavily charged night and a friday the 13th in october is rare so that's even more so i told him like hey man you better watch out that's like a supercharged night to do some hedonistic shit like go to a fucking strip club uh don't be surprised if something like fucking wild happens and then after the whole thing happening with the guy like i realized like dude he served as our blood sacrifice <laughs> because one of us had oh to be God. sacrificed not to be able to go and he also laid forth the blood off the literal blood offering laid upon the ground before the club so he actually was like like the blood sacrifice for the, our night and we did have a fun time um it's a strip club i forgot what those are like but they're pretty wild they're pretty i mean it's not really it's not wild uh it's very strange being sober inside when you're in there cuz they're very much designed for you to be drunk and kind of inhibitions low and like whoa it's a lot more like kind of clinical and weird being completely sober. Uh, yeah, but, um, it's definitely clinical is a good word. Yeah, it's very strange. And, um, but I mean, I still, I mean, look, it's a, I'm not a fucking square. I, I know how to have a fun time in a strip club. So it was fun. And like, it, it was also kind of wholesome because, like, I was with an old friend of mine that I've known since I was eight, and then also a couple of his cousins that I've also known since I was a kid, dude. So to look over, to, like, nudge my buddy Brian and be like, dude, look at Charlie over there. This is fucking ridiculous. Like, it was a fun, very almost wholesome, like, almost movie-esque thing to see so many dudes that I've known for so long, and we're all at, like, one of our buddies' bachelor parties, and it was, like, it was kind of a fun, wholesome event, even though it was in a strip club. And it was, like, you know, comical at points. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Even though uh, you left your one friend in the hospital and just still had a great no, time dude, looking sorry, at boobies. Bud. Yeah. And then uh, two days later, I saw him. No. Yeah. Two days later, I saw him at the wedding with his little Band-Aid on his nose. But nobody, <laughs> we didn't bring it up. And it was funny to be at the wedding and like have that little secret pact. Like where one guy walks up and he's like, so 
you guys getting into any you guys get into anything on friday we're like no not at all nothing dude so it was like you're crazy funny it was funny to have that um and then obviously he got married and i went to that and that was a nice time it was you know it's i i have a nice time seeing people have a nice time so uh it was a cool thing congratulations to them and that's pretty much what i did yeah congrats to him Um, he's he has you know he was on here years ago so it's good yeah i think the last time was maybe two or three was it nerds or was he on nerd porn it was nerds okay he was on nerds with us he was on he's probably been on twice okay i think so um yeah other than that lords of the fallen and exorcist well let's let yeah uh friday the 13th i went and saw friday the 13th part five jason lives at the uh, coral gables art theater and it was great it was a horrible movie but you know it's it's like (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say i I didn't want to be a dick but that movie fucking blows dude most of those movies blow that's the you know (laughs) jason is more of the uh like there's Michael Myers, who's like the artistic cinema, <laughs> and Jason is Jason's punching people's heads off, and you know, like punching people through the chest. Like Jason's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh. Oh, but before that, before the uh, before the Jason Friday the Thirteenth screening, they had they were screening some French New Wave movies, Whoa. and uh, I. Yeah, I saw the second breath Maybe. by uh, John Pierre <laughs> Melville, Ooh. and uh, I'm not really familiar with him or or the movie or his work, but you know I'm not that that hip on French New Wave. But it was uh, you know it was nice to see and a little bit refreshing. It's just different. A lot of Quentin Tarantino and a lot of Scorsese, a lot of crime uh, directors. You could see like where they they get their uh, inspiration from. Mm-hmm. But um, and what else? My Facebook got hacked. Oh no! Been so, there before. I feel so bad for you for that, guys. That sucks. Did, did you have your Instagram uh, attached to it? I do, but it's uh, my Instagram still it took around. Both of mine. Oh damn! Because they killed it like overnight before I even woke up in the morning. They killed my account and like I could not redeem it. They like. Yeah, I, Posted that they canceled it, and then they posted again that there was no way I was allowed to bring it back, and they decided to cancel. <laughs> Jesus. Like, and there, I had a buddy had texted me, I guess, at like 1 a.m. He's like, yeah, I think you got hacked because there's a bunch of like Middle Eastern shit getting posted on your page. Fuck yeah, dude. I'll just eat it. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? So, what, yeah. what did you do? You just started a new Facebook account, or did you yeah, get a yeah, different email? Yeah, email. Yeah, I lost all my pictures, right. lost all my shit. I was pretty bummed, actually, because I don't have a lot of those pictures now. He lost yeah, all man. his Taylor Swift yeah. posts for the last 20 years. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. Though. Yeah. Is there a way to back that stuff up? Like, Is there a way, place in settings where it's like back up photos or something? Uh, everything's saved on their stuff. Uh, well, I'm talking like stuff that was posted like, I don't know, you know. Free, I the cloud. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, think no, you I can. Uh, there's a way to download your information. I'm not sure. Here, look. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to log in right now. And this is the message I get. Big bold letters. 
we suspended your account. Mm-hmm. Your account was suspend- suspended because your linked Instagram account doesn't follow our rules. Log into your log into your linked Instagram account to appeal our decision. Uh, and then I have a button that says download your info. So maybe I maybe you know. So yeah, you might be able to save it then. Mine was my it they got on my Facebook and my Instagram was attached to it, so they shut down both accounts. Yeah. Damn, yeah, dude. it it sucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not a part of society anymore. I'm uh I'm a, I'm off the grid. I'm a free man. Well, it's a, That's gotta it's be a bummer nice, when though. you um <laughs> yeah for a moment I guess it could be kind of nice to lose it all, but I mean no, like but... it sucks to lose the shit because when I lost my MySpace that's a long time ago like that sucked when I realized that was gone because I lost like a bunch of music I had recorded and I was stupid and didn't have backed up so like there's just a, like I'm salty because like there's a maybe half a dozen songs that I've literally that I I will never like I don't have them they're gone for good and it's like mm. they were kind of like fun cool spontaneous spur of the moment things that I did and I like lost them and there's no there's no like old internet way to find that you know yeah. it was like destroyed right. so it's kind of a bummer to it's a bummer to lose things digitally like that sometimes I mean I I think if I you know I it must suck for people with bigger families. Like, you know, if you're like a family man, you got your kids, seeing all these photos. Oh, yeah. I mean, devastating. All, yeah. Like all those photos you'll never get back. But I mean, I, uh, I guess the only one thing that I'm really sentimental about is, you know, welcome to Tate's as, as funny as that might be, but that's right. Uh, you know, that's on YouTube. And, and if that ever gets deleted, I have like tons and tons of backup hard drives of all the, the, the actual footage and the episodes, uh, you know, just because redundancy is the key to being a great editor. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, I just had bullshit on my Facebook, just, you know, like <laughs> sh- shit posts and memes. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's I the think best I, stuff. That's... Yeah, that's the uh, the secret to life. Shit posts and memes, baby. I I think I know how I I got hacked though. I think I was from this. I saw this. I got targeted for this course, like this. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm working for like this musician now. Like it was like a Photoshop flyer course. So like, oh, you know, I'm, this might come in handy. I'll just have like a couple templates to show this guy like on some concert flyers. And it was like a Russian, Russian like website, or you know, it was. Oh, is that the ad shit. you had on your story? <laughs> uh, was it the ad, the Russian one? I was like, like flyer percent off or something. <laughs> I don't know. No, what it was. no, that was the Criterion collection. That was actually that's actually I spent like three hundred dollars on like Blu-rays, four K, yeah, four K oh, Blu-rays. Okay. Yeah, I got uh, I got the Prince Princess Bride. I got a Videodrome, Breathless, Ooh. Double Indemnity. Seven I, Samurai? I can't say words. No, no, I didn't get Seven Samurai. Uh, do they have the 4K for that? On no, I don't know. I don't, and I got Lost Highway. Uh, so that's what's coming to me in the mail. So I spent 300 Sick. bucks on that. My my Facebook hacker also spent three hundred dollars on <laughs> on Blu-rays. <laughs> on I don't know what, 
but so I, I'm disputing that with the bank. Um, and oh, the course it was like flyer, flyer God, but it's like some Russian, Russian guy teaching you, like, yes, hello, do you want to learn Photoshop? I am hello, do you want to making flyer for the website? <laughs> I am Vladimir Photo Bucket. <laughs> do you yes. want to making <laughs> in Russia? Photoshop teach you. Oh. The flyer read you. Wow. I, sometimes I'm good at accents and then I do something like that and I'm just embarrassed. Bummer. Yeah, you should be. I should be. Um, I should yeah. feel shame. You should be. <laughs> you sons of bitches. <laughs> the goddamn crickets. Hell and yeah. that's my week or Fuck several you, weeks. That's your life Fuck ruined. You, Without Facebook, I forgot, what even I, um, is life? I also got a couple in uh, those Prime Day and I oh yeah and I scrambled I I caught Prime Day like the last twenty minutes and I was like no I must consume and I found um, I ordered finally I got Perfect Blue Blu-ray and Blade Runner twenty forty nine four K which was, was seven bucks and I'm like yes. you know what I <laughs> I haven't seen it yet I haven't seen it uh, and then I also did buy Volume One of Berserk. But I don't know if I'm going to keep it because I don't know if it. I think it's dangerous for me to think I'm going to start buying those. That's a huge investment for. Like I can just read them online. There's no point in me buying all of these things. I don't have the you space. Don't, you don't have to buy them all. But I mean, it's a beautiful I, book. Yeah, I was thinking like I do kind of like having the first one. You know, I haven't cracked it yet, but I'm looking at it. I'm touching it right now. Uh, it's a, a beautiful book, and I do kind of want to read it. Yeah, and I did pick up the game. The Berserk game was on sale, so I did buy that. That's a Musou game, so it's like I, Dynasty Warriors. Damn, I wish I would have known it was on sale. I would have grabbed it, because I've been wanting to play that Band of the Hawk. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I wish... Damn. I didn't yeah, tell you? Yeah, you trash. You didn't tell me, motherfucker. You lose. It'll go on I'm sale kidding. again. <laughs> it's fine. It's It'll fine. go on sale again. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it goes on sale a lot. Uh, it's just one of those ones yeah. that's like supposed to be a very good Musou in terms of... like. It looks really cool because I mean they're all the same. You just beat shit up and yeah. then get a new character. It's and beat cool, shit but up. it's not like Dynasty Warriors where it's like army politics. It's you know it's just kind of a anime shit. Yeah, because they did the same for Fist of the North Star, and it's really awesome. They did it twice for Fist of the North Star. It's the first one was PS3, and then uh, I think that was Kenshiro's Rage. And then there was Lost Paradise, I believe, which is the other PS4 one, which is like the open world Yakuza style. Good stuff. Anime games are good. Um, but we watched The Exorcist. Everybody went and saw it. And then also Nathan, Aaron, Aaron, and myself <laughs> went and went and saw uh, Exorcist in 4DX, which is crazy um sensory experience uh shit yeah it was so a gimmick guess, but um, you know yeah but uh i guess the movie you can say our initial Let's thoughts and, yeah. and ratings i'm gonna say it was bad and i'm gonna say it was probably like a four it's like a two or three for me it's terrible i hated it yeah and like for real man it might be like a three yeah, it's very bad. And David Gordon yeah. Green no longer should be allowed to make movies. I, I believe he is terrible. It's really and, bad. And everything he it's touches bad. is trash. And it, it's bad because it's not even so terrible. It's just so nothing. It's so yeah. whack. But anyways. Uh, All right, James, Nathan, Nathan, what's your... Yeah, what are your guys' scores? Uh, You know, 
I'll give us some points for the bringing back the the <laughs> old actors and and doing nothing with them. But you know, they, <laughs> absolutely nothing. They, they brought the gang back together. That's what I'm, made it a sequel. Yeah. What, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you were if you were to call this movie anything else, like if there was like call it possessed or just make mm-hmm. up, yeah, possession. I mean, the the only tie in to the the exorcist is just the name and you know yep. the the actress actor that was in the original but yes. I would give it a 4 you tried to give it higher and then i think you got to sleep on it you were at first like it, you were giving it a 6 because of one scene but we'll talk about it in a second cuz i think james yeah. really liked that scene too <laughs> Yes, so I give it a five, and I actually give it an extra point because of what me and Nate both very happy about (laughs) was the priest execution where the neck gets just yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh, it's so good because like they build it up like this big WWE wrestler moment when he comes walking in, like it feels like like I'm here to save the day, right? And then it's just like. <laughs> they just, just like, yeah. Hell yeah. Break and everybody neck. everybody turns to look at him and they start smiling like oh, uh-huh. the priest the priest is here. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It is good. Uh, but the reason I'm at a 5, I yes, I do it wasn't like good. I felt like it was long. It was kind of, it was boring. It's definitely more like father of the possessed. Yeah. I, it was like all about the dad for most of it and yeah the uselessness of like the past characters and you know um all that aside like i i do think i personally once it finally did get to the possession part of it and everything it was fun to see the two girls like playing off of each other and like they didn't do enough of it i agree that some of that it was was a build-up the whole movie was build-up to it and I was I liked what we got of what we did get, but like it should have it should have sat around that mm-hmm. a lot yeah. longer, not been about the dad and his journey of finding the girls. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. And the other parents were so bad. The the there's dad a, I hate that one chick so good, much. Um, there's a good like the, heavy spoiler review video out. The that's like the it's like Exorcist Believer versus Exorcist nineteen seventy three by um catharsis machine that i watched which points out a bunch of kind of like not just plot things but kind of legit ass reasons showing just kind of the like the lack of even like attempting to have any kind of it's not that it has to have so much substance because it's a movie it's a horror movie but like nothing this movie isn't really about anything like it's about the dad kind of how yeah. you just brought up the dad is kind of about the dad. Yeah. Like how the first movie was about like that younger priest was trying to find his faith because he was like not, he was like wavering. So the movie was actually like about him, but also the mom. And I don't know, man. It was just. I think, the fact I that they like brought Chris was... McNeil back, the mom from the first, you know, Exorcist, yeah. just to have her get her eyeballs poked out was actually <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Too. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're don't, spoilers don't see this movie. Care. Hey. Don't Spoilers, see this, this movie is not worth your time or money during Halloween no. season. You can watch really any, not. any other movie on streaming or whatever, and you'll get way more money out of it and way more value. Yeah. Dead, Dead or, or no, um, Evil Dead 2 is on fucking Shutter right now. Go watch that. 
Yeah. It's got possessions in it. Go watch When Evil Lurks when it comes out later this month. I plan on it. Um, yeah. But yeah, when they fucking uh, brought her in, then she goes, oh, where's the other girl? And they're like, they're taking care of her at home. And she's like, that's a stupid idea. And then immediately goes to the house and fucking walks up to the yeah. demon. Like, <laughs> she by herself. Yeah, by herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. It's... Yeah, she's like, that's a stupid idea. Well, let me do another stupid idea. Yeah. Anyways, I'll go ahead and do the thing that I was talking about not doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, then also the girl stabs that old woman's eyes out, right? And then they just let that girl stay at home. They would yeah. put that girl in a fucking home. Yeah. Or like they would lock her away. Like, hey, you just like you're gonna you don't get to be free after stabbing someone's eyes out. But, I don't even. I don't even think we should really talk about this movie for very long, but I will say... Yeah, this it was is, just bad. This is the sequel problem that all of this guy's movies have, which is the multiplicative thing that he does, which is like the first movie had a, you know, like a priest, uh, two priests. Now we have five priests and they're from six different <laughs> religions. So Yeah, they tried to do now. like the Avengers. Like they had like yeah. an Avengers <laughs> shot. They tried to do like the Avengers yeah, of religion. And they had oh, a straight up, when they walk into the church, they have a straight up oh Avengers God. shot of them. Like, and it's so stupid. Yeah, they walk but, in the flying V. Like they yeah, come into the it, church. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so bad. It's, it's really stupid. And like I felt... Shit, I'm up to it, six now. <laughs> I felt like it was every so often they would start to play Tubular Bells, which is the Exorcist theme. And I felt like, not trying to be like a fucking elitist or anything, but I it felt like Earth. it was fucking, it, it was disrespectful as fuck. Yeah. Like it was yeah. completely not cool. Like the movie did not. And it's not even like, oh, I can't wait to see them try to match your mother sucks cocks in hell and up it or something, or they're going to at least be corny and try to match. Like, so I don't know if how I feel about them not even trying to do that. Like the girls never say anything. They never like in the exorcist, a lot of the fucking creepy shit was the fact that the girl would say the most unsettling shit mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. And in this movie, they, they never become unsettling. I know there's one part when she's telling her, like, I know that your baby, you had an abortion once. Oh, that's the big yeah, fucking baby. secret. Oh, you were scooped out like a plum or whatever she says. <laughs> I guess, bro. Like yeah. fucking using an old lady, like old ass, old timey shit. Like originally, well, the chick was fucking herself with a cross and talking about sucking cock. Yeah, and they just talk yeah. about... right. <laughs> they did all the same beats worse, and that's the problem. Like, yeah. if you're gonna do it and you're gonna make a sequel and you're gonna try to up the ante, up the fucking ante. Don't just play yeah. the hits worse. Like it was like a cover yeah, band of the first movie, and it was not good. They didn't even play the fucking hits, but yeah, man, like, if you're making a sequel to The Exorcist, you need to top it. Yeah. You need to top me up, bro. It sucks because it sounds like, oh, we just need shock. It's like, no, but, like, what do you think? It's been, like, however many years, 1973, was it? It's been 50 years, something like that. Yeah, like, what the fuck are you expecting? Like, you got, like, this movie blows. This was, like, a fucking straight-to-DVD walmart bargain bin quality movie yeah it was, it was not good yeah yeah fuck it uh so but what we did get though is we got the 4dx so 4dx this shit is like a universal studios ride the seat throws you around i'm surprised you don't have seat belts yeah and not uh, in a fun way and then they do smells <laughs> that's the worst part yeah the smells. so so but yeah basically the seat 
will the seat can move like a ride like one of those an, like animatronic rides or whatever and then they have uh little jets of air will shoot past your ears to scare you also the your chair has like massage things inside of it so like for jump scares the chair would punch you in the back uh if it's raining in the movie they missed you with water at one point of the movie they go into like a room and they're like oh it stinks and they they pump the theater with a spearmint yeah like a smell like a scent so it's like it's i don't know man they showed a trailer for the marvels which is a very actiony flying movie and it was pretty cool it was like a ride i'm definitely gonna go see the marvels like that uh because it feels like that would be well you're very excited about that movie too so it's gonna really up your excitement to the well, next I level i feel i don't have any like hatred for it i'm just like not really interested but well, you've still not even anything, seen captain marvel that's the joke yeah um i don't know if i'm gonna watch captain marvel but this new one looks fine uh for you know whatever well, you didn't I'll even do... see miss marvel though <laughs> No, you have no yeah. frame of reference for any of these <laughs> right. characters. I have no, and but but I'm telling you, is I'm not going to watch all of Miss Marvel, and I'm not going to. I might watch Captain Marvel to to prepare for it, because that's easy. That's just one movie, and I guess I should kind of just watch. Well, Miss Marvel goes right into the beginning of this movie, I believe. Yeah. So who knows? If I like Captain Marvel, maybe I'll, but probably not. But I feel like uh, that movie will be fun for that 40x shit. Because like there were scenes in the trailer where like they're flying and like they blow wind through like past your face because of the wind. When like a missile plat. Yeah, some by. of that like, stuff was I cool. It was like cool. I didn't mind that. You know where it was like, you know, and then you get a little wind blow. And you're like, oh shit! I'm yeah. in, I'm and there it was too. precise. It was really precise. The yeah. timing of the lightning strikes, like in The Exorcist, the, there would be lightning in the movie, and perfectly timed with lightning in the movie, they, like lights would flash in the theater also. Yeah. So, and it was done really well, like uh, syncing up the jump scares with the chair, like uh, scare, like jumping, jump scare. I didn't you. like the was, pushing on my back though. I just it didn't feel like yeah. it kind of hurt. Not not hurt, but like it just didn't feel good. You know, it wasn't yeah, like it was a little fist punching yeah. you in the back. It was weird, but yeah. it was perfectly timed though. I thought that was pretty. Yeah, good. the timing did precise. sync up pretty well. Yeah, um, but fuck that. Don't go see that movie. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. There was like uh, the mist you could turn off, right? Yeah, yeah. And like Aaron had his turned off, but I no. had mine. Mine was still on, so Aaron was getting. Aaron was getting <laughs> I sure was. It was cool, but the chairs do move, dude. Like if you had some nachos on your lap, you're fucked, bro. Like, <laughs> or like if you have a bag of popcorn on your lap, you that shit's going everywhere. Yeah. Um, I thought that was. It fun. reminded me of like the old Spider-Man ride at Universal, that kind of shit, where like just random mm-hmm. shits happening, and you're like, okay, I guess, yeah, this is what we're doing. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I wonder uh, and- uh, how the Taylor Swift movie would be. <laughs> when- <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I'd be wonder, screaming Tay Tay. Yeah, uh, just like when she sweats, it just splashes <laughs> on you and shit. Fuck it, dude. Fart smell. <laughs> yep. It just stinks the whole time. <laughs> uh, and then are also... The, oh, good. Are the chairs <laughs> shaking or it's just the, the audience convulsing from... Yeah. What? <laughs> it's my vibrating fucking panties. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. It's the Thanks. vibrating egg in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one's for you, Taylor. <laughs> 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 you just crank the fucking voltage. I've got an era for you. <laughs> and I'm just like dying. 
<laughs> just <laughs> screaming. That's why my girlfriend was screaming at the Backstreet Boys concert. It's stuck on 11. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but no. Um, yeah. So then also, lastly, Lords of the Fallen came out. So we got another Souls-like. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yeah, we got a Souls-like. Um, I'm, so I'm, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little bit more, I think I'm probably the most positive on it. Um, so Lords of the Fallen came out. It is a Souls-like game. Uh, the first game was really bad. I think this game is pretty cool. Uh, I think it looks awesome. I think it has really cool mechanics. There's a lot of systems and mechanics in it that are fine. There's also a lot of mechanics or a few that I do not like. I fucking hate Wither. Yeah. Um, I get it, but I but but I think it's overused. Uh, but I think so far it's pretty cool. It can be pretty fucking hard at times. But uh, well, uh, let me hand it over to y'all. I'll just keep. Talking. Well, let's give our like initial rating. Let's just say based on the hours I uh, played, five six hours. Initial rating, I'll say or maybe nine or ten. Seven seven five, like a high seven, just below an eight. I'm at. Probably a seven flat, maybe a six seven five. James, what are you thinking? I'm at a six point five. Okay, yeah. Okay, fair enough. It's fine, but yeah, it's 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 <laughs> nothing breaking the mold at all. You're gonna hear from James and I. All you're gonna hear is <laughs> lies of P is lies better. Lies of P is better. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It is unfortunate. It shits all over this game. It just shits yeah. on it completely. <laughs> it is unfortunate it's... that this came out when it did. Yeah, definitely. Like I'll give it that. The Lies of P is for sure a better game that feels better to play. I enjoy this game more just because aesthetically and also like there are the more types options. of weapons. Yeah, like the weapons, the spells, the building. Like it's very. This is dark. This is Dark Souls. Um. And Bloodborne is, I mean, and Lies of this P is, is very Bloodborne. This is a lesser version of <laughs> Exorcist Believer playing the hits, though. Where <laughs> Lies of P is like a cover band that's like named after Dark Soul or named after Bloodborne, like does everything almost pitch perfect and in some ways better, like does better solos, you know? Yeah. The, the fucking Lords of the Fallen is like the drunk at a bar cover band, you know? Yeah. I think... Lords of the Fallen has fallen into the bad side of what some souls likes do, which is like, I'm trying to be a souls like, so I'm just going to put spots of like these like over the top overpowered like fights that don't really make sense at where you're at in the game just because yeah. that's what souls dark souls is. It's just hard. Yeah, it's just it's hard. like, no, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> well and like so jesse and actually james you were talking about him too you guys just got to these not just but you've now reached like the part where this these, there's this enemy that's this big guy who whips himself and he wears this fucking helmet there's a head buddy does that literally has no telegraph it's like immediate it's i mean really i fast, shouldn't say literally yeah. it has a mm -hmm. telegraph but you're already generally swinging because you'll usually have dodged once and you're like all right i have my window He'll drop that on your ass, and it takes like three quarters of your health, no matter how level. And every enemy does this thing where not only do like the, every attack they do, they move forward like fifty feet, yeah, into you, yeah. And so you think you rolled out of the way, 
But guess what? No, they're tracking you. Just you just rolled into the perfect spot. Have yeah. you fought the guy with the glowing shields yet? There's a couple of those, and they have giant yeah. maces. Dude, those guys will hit you from across the universe. They will literally start swinging. You could run full speed away from them, and they will slide across the earth to get to you. It's fucking And it crazy. doesn't make sense, right? No. Because, like, you have this, like, obscene dodge roll in this game that you roll very, very far. Like, almost to a fault at times yeah if you double and tap like, roll so you like it's bad yeah you're like if i dodge once i'm clearly gonna be away from these attacks no no they mm -hmm. lunge every attack and no you fool you, no matter what <laughs> yeah yeah now. they do they do move forward a, a quite a bit when they attack and i know the game wants you to parry is what it is and i've been but it parrying punishes you for parrying. That's the I issue. I disagree with that, though, because the first two bosses I fought have both been, like, super easy, dodgeable bosses. Yes. Yes. The first boss was uh, was kind of tough, and I it learned how to parry so her to death, I was... and, I beat, and I beat her, but then I went back the second time, and I just dodged, and it, she was literally free. I was watching Jesse's stream. And I was chatting James, and I'm like, this is driving me insane. Cause I yeah, because I, like, I was parrying you, every hit. It's telling you not to parry. And you're like, no, that's what I'm going to do. It's the only way. And if I don't do it this way, I'm just not. I'm going to quit. And I was like, dude, just try rolling once. I guarantee you, you'll realize you can roll through all her attacks. And yeah. And then you went back this time, and you were like, oh, so, it was way easy. And I, I mean, yeah. I get it. You were trying to play the game the way that you like. It's trying. It's pretending it wants you to play. Yeah, right. so I had started a character and played it, and then there's an exploit right now to get infinite souls, and I can't help but do those. So I did that exploit and leveled a bunch, and then realized this is going to ruin my game, so I just started over last night. So last night I restarted from scratch. I picked a regular class, just a regular infantry buddy, instead of picking the Dark Crusader guy, because he's too powerful and kind of boring. And um, the oh, game really? has been... yeah. They yeah, give I mean, you an amulet. They give you an amulet, and no one else starts with an amulet. And it's an amulet that gives you strength and endurance it's, buff. It's not the craziest thing. Like you're gonna get that strong of it. Like it's. I just it's, was kind of right. bored. He's just like a really. It's like the, for no it's reason. Strong his, in the beginning, just like because you, you know Jesse, you guys have yeah. seen me now running around in a later game, and it I'm getting well, also gear. Part. Yeah, they give you gear that's so strong, like that everything I found, I'm like, well, there's no reason to change it, and I wanted to be finding new gear and trying different things. But I can't equip a shittier gear than what I'm wearing because that's stupid. So I was like, yeah, well, let me pick a normal character and I can have a normal progression instead of picking the Dark Crusader thing. Um, but so I restarted and I picked a regular infantry buddy. And I don't know why, but it is so much more enjoyable right now. I'm having a better time, probably because I have familiarity. I got to the Pietra, the first boss, and killed her probably within... 25 20 25 minutes my first time probably took me two hours so and, and i killed all the monsters found all the shit it's just i had a familiarity of the area now but um the game is playing a lot cooler now for me i don't know if it's there's patches every day i don't know if they're slowly cleaning it up but i'm enjoying it a lot more than i was two days ago i actually am liking it but i mean i've seen aaron be in some pretty crazy areas um but i'll just have to see how i approach them um, I play a lot slower sometimes, but it it is it is rough, man. Some of these enemies are fucking crazy, like really, really hard. So what I'm finding is 
to what James, to James's point, what they are doing wrong and what they get wrong that Lies of P does not get wrong. You rarely get mobbed in Lies of P. If you do, you generally have run too far forward or, you know, whatever. It happens, but it's it's rare. They think more enemies or more beefy, tanky enemies that take you 14 hits no matter what you do um, makes it harder. And it's it's not really that. It's about mechanics, you know? Like, they they just they take the face value message from Dark Souls, right? Or the face value message from FromSoft, which is, like, difficulty. But what from does is more about uh it's like success. strategic difficulty though it's about success <laughs> yeah and it's about success yeah. through adversity it's about feeling good because you got through that hard shit and there's some dumb bullshit in from games but it's not like this like i'm in areas now where it's all that it's the meme of the guy standing in or in space with the astronaut behind him saying it's all that it's always been that it's all difficult and it always has been is the meme you know like literally every mob is fucking crazy where i'm at and i've realized i think i'm i'm just in an area i'm not the only two areas i have right now that i haven't finished are two late game ones but i don't know where i'm supposed to go i'm basically past a boss right where you are jesse there's this lady in this blood lake type thing and you got to fight her Mm -hmm. and whatever i don't know where to go after that so i'm gonna try and find my way around and see if like that somewhere in that area and i think i have to go umbral to find more yeah um past because blacksmith lady you had to go umbral and i think it might be past her there was a boss right or that was the kennel master right i also oh you can answer that i don't know the dog boss that you fought with the bow i can't remember if that was just past Uh-oh. her i don't know i'm a little bit but then you get so you beat a boss and you remember the part i showed you jesse where i had to go umbral and that's where the um the upgrade for your health thing is that was in that crazy island that is from a key you get after you beat a certain boss um which is right near you're right you're like two bosses behind me or three but two of them are like kind of mini bosses um Mm -hmm. you just go back and pieta gives you a key and is like yeah cool here's a key and she probably says some shit but i skipped it so i'm dumb um, but that key opens the bell door from early on in the game. You know, that like random door that's just there. And it's like, you don't have the key yet. And then you have to go forward. Yeah. Cause I remember the bell that we, the one by the, the bell by room the has a bell key. Yeah. That's the other key. And you're not supposed to go in there. That's why it's so hard. By yeah, the yeah. And there's also a hidden eye thing there, you know, right? Like an know. eye for your lamp, I think. Oh yeah. I got it. I think uh, I have one line. You have right to now. use you have to use umbral to like see like a, a carcass that you have to flay and then you yeah, jump down I think and I grab got it. it. I yeah. think, but I, I didn't can't actually. I saw it in a video, I didn't I didn't get it. Oh, but you sent me a hype thing, by the way. We already got oh, what's yeah. his name? Sekiro Guru. Well he's now Lords of the Fallen Guru. The yeah, guy that always what says, What you name? will do. Well, he's something oh, guru. I think his name is no, his name is Tyr- uh, Tyrannicon. Yeah. But he always calls himself the guru, but he always he pronounces it Goru. Yeah. <laughs> Sekiro Goru. What yeah. you will do. And he did it today. Jesse sent me like the beginning of his clip and it's like, what yeah. you will do. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's him. awesome. He always comes up. He's good for when you're having trouble with a boss. He does. He's really good at strategies. Um, he'll break strategies. it down for you. Yeah. yeah. He'll be like, look, this is this attack. This is what it does. If there's a cheese, he'll tell you, but most of the time he just shows you, like, here's all the attacks, and here are ways to so, deal with them. The thing, the real big 
thing for me with ver- this versus Liza P is this is like a much you can tell it's a much bigger game, but bigger it's isn't huge, always yeah. better, right? So like I think there's just the two mindsets where I would say Liza P is very much a Bloodborne style FromSoft game. It's it's condensed mm-hmm. and it's delicious. You know, it's like a perfect meal. It's Kiseki cuisine. It's nice. You know? And this is more Dark Souls 3 where it's just like too much. I'm getting big Dark Souls 2 vibes on this game. James big actually said Dark the same. Big Dark Souls yeah, 2. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. <laughs> this game is just it, like, I, it, it might be kind of why I like it. Like, I don't know. I really am enamored by it, though. It's not that great, and it definitely has problems, but I, I do like it. I, you know what it a, did a, for you? It gave you a free leveling thing, and that is like the key to your heart it really is you know they say like um, the way to a man's heart is to his stomach for jesse it's like can i farm and can i afk farm i'm in i love this game forever you know yeah and i'm not saying afk farms suck but yeah i mean listen i tried to do what i did what i I did with it it yeah what i did with it is i lame I left it. Yeah, dude, go ahead. It's it's okay. I don't mind. I I will exploit a game if I if I can. I definitely won't level my character. I think I gave myself like I, I think I based everybody I based everything out at either like ten or fifteen, but didn't go above that. Well, you got to level sixty nine. I remember that because I said nice. no, no, no. That character Holy I got rid of. Shit. I mean, I'm I mean on my yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah. got it, got it, got it. Yeah, as you're saying on the new. That's guy. why I that's why I deleted that character because I'm like I'm level fucking sixty nine right now. This is stupid. So I deleted him, and my new character, I'm pretty much. I'm, I would imagine maybe it'd be like if I leveled an extra four or five levels. Got um, it. I didn't. I didn't really. So what I did was is I did use some of the souls to like buy consumables to buy like uh, ammo well, refills. If you can do it, James, sorry, not to cut you off, Jesse, I would Mm -hmm. say if you can do it, I would do it. And then if you want (laughs) to die, just die and not use the souls. But you get the items for boss items. And so how it works is when you get a boss soul, you go into the Umbral lady in Skyrest, who's like the merchant there, and she'll sell you their items, right? Items based on the character. It takes a currency that you can get through the game, but you need 7,000 of them to buy everything. And you get like three here, you know, five there, whatever. Yeah. And it's, you get it's five more for whenever like, you kill like a mini boss. Yeah. So it's made for New Game mm. Plus and stuff. But this this way you'll get a million of them. And that'll be a good way to farm that because I'll never be able to do it. Like I'll never be able to get all the boss yeah. stuff and I want it all. Like I bought all of Pieta's armor because you become a bloody badass, like a bloody knight. And I like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, who sells that? The Umbral Lady. If you go there, you got to trade her soul for it. But you don't really trade anything. You just go and it's like... Instead of like Dark Souls where you trade a soul, you get to pick one option, you say exchange a soul and it's an it's a menu and in there you get all these different options you can buy and you can okay. do it infinite times. You can do it all, until you get it all. It doesn't really matter. Okay. It's basically um, just like a, a store. It's like exchange soul yeah. really is just open the soul store, you know? One thing I saw as well is is you need to remember after you kill a boss you have to go into Umbral and soul flay their soul to yes, watch the little scene or mm-hmm. you, no, that's, or you don't get their soul remembrance. Oh. And if you forget to do that, you will miss out on that boss weapon. And that Wait, boss. Wait, you gear. can't go back and get it? No. <gasps> no, because you I don't can, think cause Pieta's so. still there. I can go back outside and get her. And I already had her. Okay. Then hopefully. Cause it's I, saw only, a thing I, that, I think it's because it's certain bosses. Because some bosses will drop all their gear for you, and some give you a soul thing that you have to go do. So 
Yeah. You'll know okay. it's there because your lamp will freak out. Mm. Yeah. Um, I did catch a lot of kind of like UI shit. So there's a so when you're creating your character, the face thing it's, it's in so this bad. game so is bad. the most it is the most convoluted, weird, unnecessarily strange system where you pick three faces and then you have to like move your cursor around to where you want the face to be and even in the where middle of them kind of <laughs> it's so yeah bad. like and, and even where you where you highlight this triangle doesn't even highlight when you're on it so you don't even realize i found yeah. this other Dude, weird thing hold on just real quick Good. that point where you start on the triangle if you pick a face right you get three options on a triangle on each corner if you pick one it'll be on that face if you move even a centimeter, it changes drastically. Like it's it's you're not yeah. where you think you are. And so I was like, oh, I'll just go. I like this, but I want to be a little older. And I picked a guy that's like older looking up top. So I went slightly up and it was like Completely I fucking. Different yeah, face. It's, it's like I mashed my fist into Play-Doh. Yeah. I realized that I just needed to do like randomly move it around until I found a face I like. I, I made, a, I like my little character I made. But, uh, but yeah, it's definitely fucking weird as shit. That's very strange. It's really hard to describe what I'm trying, what I'm going to get at, but like I've noticed this one thing when using the color wheel thing or the color thing, like I can't even describe it. It's the UI is fucked in this game, kind of sometimes. Like it's just really oddly designed, but I kind of got around it, even like trying to figure out like how to throw stuff, but I finally realized and figured it out. I do like that throwable items in this game are just ammo that refills at a bonfire, and then you can use ammo pouches to refill the items in your pocket. So that makes it so like, wow, I'll actually use throwable items now because I won't feel like I have a limited quantity that I'm running through. So if you have, if you pick up like throwing knives, you just have throwing knives forever now but you have a limited ammo that you can use once per bonfire rest. And then, mm -hmm. like I said, there's ammo pouch items that will restore some of that. So what I'm doing with those souls that I farmed is I'm just buying like ammo pouches and well, um, that is a massive help because um, uh, ranged weapons in this game are fucking awesome. It's very yeah. good and very strong. Yeah. It's challenging. But I will say, I technically, I've seen some unfair looking shit in your end. Yeah, technically, the game's a fucking mess. James, I was streaming <laughs> earlier in Discord, and it is like, it's laughably glitchy or like uh, stuttery in the beginning. Yeah. Like, it's supposed to have I know like on these... the Xbox end, it did too, like the frame rate drop, which mm -hmm. tonight there was an update when I turned it on, and I didn't have, I haven't had any frame rate issues now. That's good. But I know that it was just on that first boss for some reason, like it was dropping frames like heavily. Um, but I know they had put that posted that they were having issues with that, and I I believe it's been fixed. So hopefully, okay. I will say, Jesse. By the way, even though I was like struggling to watch you struggle through that boss, you were parry godding the shit out of her. Like so, it was oh strong, yeah, but it was punishing you for parrying, which is the shitty oh yeah. Part. Yeah, that's the last thing is the wither damage. So there's gray damage in this game, and I get the idea, but yeah. they overdo it. They overdo it to the point where if you go into Umbral, immediate 50% gray damage, and then, like, if you are perfect parrying, you're getting gray damage, so you're actively being punished for perfect, perfectly parrying. You might and, as well just dodge. Yes, and I will say 
they do one thing that's kind of cool with it where like i was watching you they, they you know you get hit but if you perfect parry all the four times it takes to break her you will then get almost all that health back so it, it does work yeah. if you're perfect but if you miss one you take all that wither plus more damage it says yeah. it punishes you if you get hit after getting withered by more. And if you, or it says that you can do it to enemies. And if you soul flay them and then hit them, the wither damage is damage plus more. You know what I mean? So I'm assuming that happens yeah. the same. So, yeah. So what sucks is you go, like, if you get knocked into the umbral shit, you, you get immediately 50% uh, wither damage. And then if somebody hits you for like a 50% damage attack, which a lot of them can hit you for 50% of your health, that's over 100% of your health. You're just getting one-shotted. So you constantly have to yeah. not... you Just existing in Umbral, you, you're you're in a state of wither, and like you have to get to enemies and strike them to get some of that health back. And spoilers use throwables like rocks, throwing rocks and stuff. They'll, they'll give you big chunks of your health back. So use throwables to get your health back, but... It's just a little bit overdone. I feel. I yeah, feel like they're punishing. just like, yeah. It's too much. It's too punishing because like these these enemies are difficult enough. As and it you're is. already getting the ever present like enemies are spawning over and over again, and you're building up yeah. towards the Grim Reaper. And, and there's ads. I don't know if you saw where I'm at at the later game. There are these new like uh, golem gremlin creatures that like kind of glide and fly. They will fuck you up then there's these mini grim reapers <laughs> that zoom around underground like he does and jump out with two daggers and stab you it's crazy like i'm definitely out of my depth and i'm just scared and sad most of the time right now yeah. <laughs> most of the times like when i find areas like that in these games it's like off stream like i just go so slow the problem is that that takes fucking forever and if like, you're an umbral you're just building towards the fucking grim reaper yeah you're building towards grim reaper which is a total fucking shit like that sucks because with the grim reaper thing too like not only like when you're an umbral like it takes six minutes for the grim reaper to show up and he's just gonna fucking murder you he's relentless and so difficult and if you kill him they'll just send another one after you after like another three minutes that's oh, super dick. That's what. That's how the exploit works. Yeah, that's how that. And stand, it's good. It's good that people figured that because fuck them for doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mine's running right now, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Lame. I mean, yeah, I want to buy ammo pouches. Um, but <laughs> I mean, it's I I do like the game. I think it's cool. I think the enemy designs are cool. I think some of these boss fights are and like many boss fights have been pretty cool little penitent lady with the lightning whip was really neat to fight um i picked a normal class and i i'm enjoying it um yeah the mounted infantry which uh this is another james moment is the spear class but that was one that um uh, nizar gg the guy that i do all my elden ring builds from he had a build for that like he was who i gave you the first pyro build that you hated um but because yeah. that pyromancer is just tough it has no health like you're just well, kind of fucked it was also because the weapon they gave the pyro guy is real it's trash, bad, and yeah. also I did not understand the way uh, throwing or mm -hmm. casting spells works. I didn't yeah. know, so I probably would have liked it a little more if I would have understood. Well, I gotta and if you got the, that, if you get that axe off those Vikings, I got really lucky and got two very quickly. Um, I made a character on that on my PlayStation, so like after work, if I'm like lazing about, I'll I'll play on there. Um, 
And it's pretty strong because those have fire. They have inferno damage, and your stat is 18 inferno to start. So your DPS is fucking high, but your health is nothing. Yeah. And I can't imagine fighting Pieta with no health like that. You'd have to be perfect dodging. Oh, God, with a fucking... With a fire spell, that would be horrible. Yeah, but you could shoot her ass with that, which is good. And um, But you lob it, though. You oh, gotta, yeah. She, she's she's going to get out of the way of that thing. If you wear the two axes, though, you'll probably do a fuckload of damage because the probably. problem with her is you don't do enough damage against her based on her health and her damage to you. So it's like you have to be very strategic and time your attacks better. You know, it's really teaching you how to play a Souls game, like dodge through these attacks Wait till you have yeah. a window, attack there, learn her patterns, you know, things like that. So, yeah, you also have to remember to use your soul flay. Mm-hmm. The game, like, that's like a lot of these bosses are they seem like really, really huge. Uh, Can you soul flay her? Sponges, who? Uh, oh, I didn't try. I didn't yeah, try. I, I want to go back and try. Uh, but yeah, you're supposed to be soul flaying enemies that, that are really tough. That's why there's like really big, tough enemies. Do that to damage them. Um, I don't know, man. I'm digging it so far, and it's you know it's got some issues. So I was trying to think I don't, of one glaring one. I don't want to sound too negative. I am digging it. I just think I literally came off beating Liza P two days later. Started Lords of the Fallen, so it's just yeah, that's right. It's right. suffering yeah. from that. It is if if they came out opposite, I would just be like, this is the best year ever for Souls likes. Like I would just be mm-hmm. hype. But right now I'm like, it is. But Liza P is like the king of the fucking mountain. Yeah. Right. <laughs> By a long shot. Yeah. There are some cool... I, I like some of the art in this a little bit more in some places. I think... Yeah, this in, looks Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Liza P wasn't trying to do that no. look. I mean, yeah, it was more Bloodborne. the steampunk shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I was... <coughs> I was just saying, like, I think fidelity-wise, Liza P looks better all around. It, yeah. I think this has better art design for me in so some ways cuz I like fantasy, you know, I like dark fantasy, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and I like being able to make my character, but I mean Pinocchio looks really cool yeah. in that game, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a um, handsome little guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a cool game. I'm going to keep playing it. Come to Twitch and watch us play it. I like Yeah, it. I'll I'll keep trying to stream cuz it's a good game to stream cuz I get mad and people laugh at me. Yeah. Also, Spider Man, <laughs> Spider Man, and and about I don't know if I'm gonna hours. buy. I don't know if I'm gonna buy Spider Man on, on launch day. I don't. There's no reason for me to right now. I'm not gonna play. Are it. you stupid? I gave it to you. Oh fuck! I'm dumb. Uh, yeah. Well, I would. Wa- I want a physical copy because I want a physical copy of every game. But you're right. You're yeah. right. I, you gotta remind me. I have that screenshot. I send you the code. Yeah. No, no, I know. I have it <laughs> saved. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a second screenshot of it. Um. Hmm. Hey, I have a weird question. This is a funny Crohn's question. So remember, I told about talked talked about the jar uh, that they wanted the me to shit shitting? into. Yeah. yeah. Well, a I went to the doctor this week, and uh, he was like, "What? <laughs> no, I did not want you to shit in a jar for three days." And I was like, "Well, they told me you did, and I didn't do it. I thought you were gonna be mad." <laughs> he was like, "No, there is a reason to do those." You know, th- to have that test, but you don't need it. <laughs> it's like we did a poop test, and you're fine. Like you have the Damn, enzymes bro. you need. Bro, so luckily, I didn't you, do it. That's been so, so funny. nuts. <laughs> if you'd have been shitting in this, like shitting into the same jar for three days, 
<laughs> you have to open it after two days, and it's just got two different days of shit in it. That's and that's what I told him. Fucking I go, dude, vile. I was gonna come in here and tell you if you want me to do that, you're putting me in the hospital. Like I'll go lay down in a bed in the hospital. I'll even just show up at the hospital every day when I have to shit. And be like, give me the jar and go shit in the fucking hospital. <laughs> but I'm not but, keeping three days worth of shit in so the jar this, in my house. This, and I swear we'll be done after this. This led to a debate with my friends. And I thought I was crazy. I went and started polling a bunch of people. I didn't poll you guys because I was going to do it on air, but whatever. So I was at Ian's house for his birthday two weeks ago. And I'm telling them the story. And I'm like, and I asked the lady, what do I do with the pee? You know, I'm pooping in a jar. Where does the pee go? Because I'm going to have to be like standing or squatting over the jar. You know, like, where do I do all this? And I, I told the story here, right? That she was like, put it up your ass, like whatever. Like all this. She was but very... you sit on the toilet and just lean forward. How do I sit on the toilet with a fucking jar that's bigger than the toilet? Like... Right. The jar is that, is that big? I'm picturing like a little... No, you no, go no. outside, it's, bro. It, yeah, I'd have to go outside and just piss all over the yard. But I don't have a yard. Oh, yeah. Um... Well, so I was picturing I would just stand in the shower or squat in the shower and do it there. Anyways, so tell yeah. my friend this. And my buddy Curtis Hot. goes, go ahead. Go ahead, Nate. Hot. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you can watch. I'll, I'll charge for my OnlyFans. Um, so I'm telling the story. And my buddy Curtis goes, wait, you pee every time you poop? And I was like, is this a, is this a real question? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, dude. You pee every time you poop. I'm sorry. And he's like, oh, I can poop without peeing. I was like, sure. And then all all my friends were like, yeah, you mean you just can't help it? I'm like, I mean, I I would assume no, because why would I ever hold in my piss? Like, I get it in this case, right? right? But it would probably hurt to do that. Because, like, you know, when you have to pee and you try to hold it, it kind of hurts after a while, you know? Like, why would I ever do that? Uh, I mean, yeah, like, I guess I I think, what, what is it? Every time... Every time you poop, you pee, but every time no. you pee, you don't poop. <laughs> no, it's the meme that I, and I said. I've seen this meme on the internet. It's the Joker from Heath Ledger's Joker. And it says, <laughs> not every pee-pee time is poopy time, but every poopy time is pee-pee time. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, for the most part, yes. Are there like, enough? <laughs> well, I was like, there is a 0% chance I'm sitting down to shit and I'm not peeing. Why would I ever, for efficiency alone, <laughs> sit down on the toilet and not empty my entire body out? Like, why would I do I, No, I know, bro. I'm thinking I can imagine if you peed recently and then you realize you have to take a shit and then you don't have to pee anymore. You Dog, can take a shit without peeing. There are times where I sit down to poop pee a lot you know because i get a whole pee out then i poop and a little more pee happens like yeah <laughs> it's, it's, but so everybody at the house keith's wife was there and she said ah that's weird i was like what and then ian's wife was like yeah that's weird that and weird. ian and dave were there and they're in wheelchairs so i'm like you guys don't count because you don't like you have to yeah. do things to do both of those things so i don't know that you even remember a time you know, like, why would you even think about it before those wow. days? <laughs> and I didn't mean they don't count, but I mean, they can't weigh in because they don't have a frame of reference, right? Like, like this debate. <laughs> God damn it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, you, if you've been in a wheelchair for 20 years, 20 plus years, you know, and you've had to, 
You've had to catheter. You don't pee like the rest of us. Well, no, they have to you catheter because they take... It's like me. They take no, a I know, medicine. I'm with you. Well, they take a medicine <laughs> to be able to control their urination, so they catheter because, you know, they can't control their bladder. And then they, uh, they'll they usually have to enema or, you know, yeah. whatever. They, they can usually poop. No, I get it. I, I so don't... Like, so I, I don't think you don't count. I'm like, you can't really weigh in on this because you may not remember a time. I, I've never yeah. even thought about this because, like, it's such a no-brainer. No, but yeah. I was like, am I crazy? I literally called my sister. I asked Kelsey. I called my friend Calvin. And he was pooping at the time. He was like, oh, I'm taking shit. Yeah, I, I called him. He didn't answer. He texted me. He's like, I'm taking a shit. I'm like, well, it's about poop. So I need to talk to you right now. <laughs> but yeah. So I feel like it's a little bit strange that there's even a debate that the answer isn't just simply most of the time. If yeah. you have to, if you have urine in your bladder when you go to take a shit you're probably gonna pee but well, yes they're there yes maybe one or two out of ten poops has no pee in it there are zero out of ten poops that have no pee but my friend really? said his kid will sometimes sit down take a shit in their little kid toilet and there'll be no pee in there and i'm like that's fucking weird they're probably dehydrated but and i i read online like that there are i, I googled this i went crazy there are people that don't always and i'm like yeah that i'm sure but the overwhelming majority of people say basically yeah when i do one the other happens because like when i do number two number one happens because the pressure you have to exert to activate your sphincter in your butt is like three times more than the pressure it takes to activate the sphincter in your bladder so pushing the poop is going to push the pee that's in your bladder out because it's the same general muscles you know you're pushing Anyways, I just thought it was really funny. So write in if you can poop without peeing. And if you can, I don't know how you're going to prove it without <laughs> sending me a picture of poop, but... No, please don't do no, that. It would have to be a video. Yeah. I'm gonna no, 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 please don't do I that. Can I give you a From poop inside tip? the toilet. Yes. Yes, Nate. Please tell me. Here's a poop tip. Maybe I'm alone in this, but... Uh, <laughs> Sit some... backwards on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> I was going with uh, rocking sometimes. Ooh. If you're taking yeah, a, does, does, have you done that? Does that help you? Or yes, just yeah, me? dude. It helps yeah, the like if, push if, it out. and if and if I don't feel well, rocking kind of like soothes me. Yeah, rocking kind of. <laughs> 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 he rocks himself like a baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That helps well, the poop come out if it's a big one. Also, when I'm crying, I'm also crying every time I'm in the toilet, I'm sobbing. Yeah, I'll tell you a tip for if you have too big of poops, have Crohn's disease, because then you'll just have (laughs) diarrhea, and it's never big. No, Um, if you'll do like uh, like Ari Shafir, you know what he he would do? hmm. Ari Shafir had a really horrible, like, like he had oh yeah, because he was living in like shit. Myanmar or like, whatever, right? No, like when he was young, when he was a little, when mm. he was a kid, he had trouble pooping, so it would back up so much. This is disgusting. He would, he would get a spoon, and shove a spoon in his <laughs> ass to break up God, the poop damn. to be able to poop it out. That sounds Crazy. like he just liked having stuff up his ass, but yeah, probably um, facts. Yeah, no, I don't always have diarrhea, but. Most of the time I do. And I went to the doctor this week and he touched my butthole one time. I was really hoping Fuck he wouldn't yeah. have to because, hey, good like news. Dos Equis commercial for a second. <laughs> I don't always have diarrhea. But when I but do. When <laughs> it's Crohn's. I have those diarrheas. <laughs> I shit twice. Uh, yeah, I was really hoping I wouldn't have to get my butthole touched this time. But he has to look, I guess. Hey, man. But good He's news. 
the whole extra hole's gone. Uh, the medicine's nice. finally kicking in. And normally it comes and goes, but it's been gone for longer than it's ever been right now. And my blood yeah. work came back good. I got my blood test results for my annual, and I'm good, except I have slightly higher bad cholesterol because I eat like shit, so I need to lay off fried food. Um, so, yeah, I'm sticking around for now. <laughs> sick. Yeah. Nice. Not sick. Actually, reverse sick. Not healthy. sick. Healthy. Not sick. Very healthy. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Healthy. We did. That it. was shit talk. But yeah, write in if you poop without peeing. I'd love to hear it because I felt, I literally felt like, oh, this is a moment I'm finding out I'm weird. You know, like where you find out something that you believed as a kid is dumb or you know what I mean? Oh, where you're like, God. Right. There yeah. is one that I have seen. One of y'all might have seen it. There is one where a guy realizes that he's been doing something. <laughs> I had to find it. There's this fucking one. Uh, I'm not even... I'm not even going to say it. I'm going to just send it to you afterwards. There's one that is so funny. We'll talk about it next time. It's this guy. <laughs> this guy is like, what are you talking about? And it, it, it's on the podcast and every person in the studio. Oh, my God. Like, I think I know what you're talking about. And I don't remember what it is either. You got to so find So the it, guy though. is talking and he's basically saying like they're talking about shitting, like poop. Oh, he catches and, it and, with his fucking and he's, hands. And he's like, oh. he's like yeah, because you, uh, you, you ball up toilet paper and you catch the poop before it hits the water so uh. the water doesn't splash on your ass. And now I'm going to tell you this. Growing up with like predo- pre- predominantly hood buddy friends, that is a major fear that these dudes have. Where they think you're gay if the water touches your asshole. Like if you poop and the turd is perfect and it just boop sends a little everyone's gotten hit with a cold little drip of water, like sometimes when like the turd just goes down and you get a little splash. They're so afraid toilet water just hitting me because I'm like, oh it's kinda of it. So they're so afraid of it that this guy gets toilet paper. I saw that clip. Catches the poop in his he catches the he shits into his hand and then drops it. And uh, the girl he's talking to is like, "Wait, what?" And he's like, "What do you What do you talk about? Like, you don't you don't catch the poop with the toilet paper?" And they're like, "No." And he's like, "You're all lying to me. Like, this is." And you see him realize that he's fucking weird, and it's the weirdest, most secondhand embarrassment moment. It's the most bizarre thing ever. Yeah, it might be fake, but I think it's real. I I will say, the only time anything like that makes you gay is if the water is white and it comes from a man's ball sack and even then and it's in your ass and even yeah. then it's only it's only gay if you're gay and you're having sex with a man you know you could be bi you could be bi and be having sex with a man yeah. that's that's not gay per se could be having sex with a penis having individual you know it doesn't it doesn't always work that way but yeah that i have heard that where dudes are like nah bro nah that nah, she can't touch my ass like okay there are times where things touch your ass you just can't control. Like your underwear touches your ass. Are you gay for that? You know? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you got it. Okay. <laughs> he starts off by saying, we've, we've all touched shit before. Don't act like you haven't. And people are like, fuck you mean we all touch shit? He's like, you touch shit every time you go to the bathroom. And they're like, what? Oh He's gosh. like, you touch it when you catch it before it hits the water so it doesn't splash up on your ass. Right in, nerds. Do any of you catch your shit? <laughs> Does anybody do this? And he's, it's, it's, so, it's so fucking stupid. I'm going to put it in the chat and in the text. You know, and I we're going to be done after this because it's late and, Nate, or, yeah. and uh, James needs to go to bed. But I, there was an episode of nerd porn, I think, where we had John from Friday Night Fandom. And I found out that some people stand when they wipe. And I was like, 
huh that was a time where i was like maybe not everybody's always sitting and then he was like wait you don't stand and i tried it and it's pretty cool too it's a good way to you know you got to alternate yeah i, I heard you i don't stand but i like you know i bend my knees i yeah. couch i do lift off of the toilet i yeah, lift I a little bit yeah like i remember i just heard joe rogan talking about it and he's like who like who doesn't stand he's like show me that guy's sleeve and i'm like well i mean i'm aware enough if i'm wearing long sleeves to not drag my arm across my asshole <laughs> like i'm paying attention <laughs> to what i'm doing but i don't have to like fully stay i don't want to stand up and smush it it's like, like what the fuck the wording of drag God, my arm God. across my asshole <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking you know it's a very it's something that we all do every day maybe more than once a Wait, day for our whole lives no <laughs> it's shit oh asshole? okay yeah <laughs> yeah you know that. uh, that's jesse's moment you know everybody touch their asshole with their arm right you do it every time you shit you drag your arm across your asshole right wait y'all oh, lying to me you wipe uh you're sitting down when you when you wipe No no down? no I'm not saying like it's you no, know like you lean, lean like, or no, it's yeah, like you a, lean or it's like you, a forward you lean, lean. You crouch yeah. you lean with it rock with it yeah. I, yeah. I stand I lock my knees I stand straight up like <laughs> well, I have my mommy do it the, my mommy does it <laughs> salute the flag no, you stand because you have a poster of Zack Snyder in your fucking yeah. bathroom. <laughs> Hand over heart, you stand for Zack Snyder every time you shit. Because you just... Two things I stand for, yeah, Zack you... Snyder and wiping my ass. <laughs> you drop one of his movies in the toilet every time you go, you know? That's what I wipe with. I stand for my shit, kneel for the cross. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you need Man. that on your car, Nate. I stand for my shit. Kneel for the cross. <laughs> I lay down. I I lay down when I wipe. So after I shit, I I oh I lay on your lay belly, on my belly, and uh, on my side, because okay. then when I'm on my side, it's easier to get to my side. If you hey, know what I mean? Have it to do enemas. I've laid on the. Back I lay on my back on my and lift my legs up over my head and then try to. <laughs> no, and you call your wife. You're like Kelly. Baby's ready. Don't forget the powder. <laughs> no. It's chow time. It's... Oh my god! I don't know what we're gonna cover next. Oh, next week is Spider Man. The Spooderman. Spider-Man comes out Friday, so Aaron and I will give that a shot. I will probably play it more. You know, I'm uh, gonna fucking play the shit out of that. You know. Oh, you're playing Spider-Man? You Fuck know, yeah, dude. Gotta play Spider-Man. Come on. Oh, awesome. Come on, man. So we'll definitely I mean, show. Do I shit up. standing up or do I shit standing up? <laughs> <laughs> I look like one of the bitches that lays down when he shits. Oh, Daddy's got to play that Spider-Man, baby. Oh, it's yeah. chow so time. I am going to see uh, Back to the Future in theaters. Fuck yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. There's a lot of uh, old school stuff right now. Uh, Um, I'm seeing it at Cinemark, but it's a Fathom event, so it could be pretty much everywhere. I'm going to check because I love that movie, and I have not seen it. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I I wish they were doing a double feature. Yeah. the Birds is at Regal this week, but I'm not going to watch that. That's one of the first ones I've ever saw. I saw when I was a kid. There's no real movies right now um, to go see, so I won't be going to the movies this weekend. All right. We're, they're playing it at Regal, Oakwood 18, and at... So we got it. I got it Regal by my house. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Yes. 
Fuck yes. On the 21st, which is, mm-hmm. is that Saturday? Saturday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I was super stoked when I saw it. <laughs> They're also playing it, just so you guys know, on the 25th, which is a Wednesday. So yeah. If you, if mm-hmm. you don't have time to see it this weekend, hell, you, oh, my God. And it's playing at AMC Public. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. I'm buying tickets right now. Fuck yeah. yeah. We'll be back next week uh, with Spider-Man. And back to we the future. We love you. We love and you. Back to the future. We love you. We did it. Take care of yourselves, guys. Bye. 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 Oh, shit.